0: Hi, I'm JT from Hawthorne Heights, and you're listening to We Podcast, and We Know Things.
1: Hey, this is The Insides, and you're listening to We Podcast, and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 88 of We Podcast, and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, my sweet rabbit, Sam Matoro.
0: Just wanted to give a quick happy birthday to my mama.
1: Aww. Happy birthday, Mama Dukes. Happy birthday, Mama Matoro. (laughs) From my sweet rabbit. Which anyway. was, do you understand the reference?
0: My sweet rabbit. Yeah, sweet rabbit. See when you say that, there that was like a line in the show Magicians. There was also That's a line in the thinking.
1: movie we recently just saw.
0: Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my my brain is turning on.
1: It's okay. It's seven fifty nine AM on Saturday, April what, twenty eighth? Yes, Saturday, April 28th, and we're bringing you episode 88. If you're new to the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox, wherever you choose to listen to the show. Please hit that subscribe or follow button. It leaves the lights on. Also, remember to leave that rating and leave that review. We read them all, and that includes the ones from CastBox, so just want to do a quick... Read out on a review that we got from CastBox. This one was from Debbie Farrow, specifically about our interview with Jesse Kinch. Fantastic and informative interview with Jesse. A must-hear for old and new fans. Love hearing Jesse's wisdom and authenticity that shines through in his interview. So fascinating to also hear Jesse's creative genius. Jesse's debut album, I'm Not Like Everybody Else, is epic. Each track is a sheer perfection. Real music, real heartfelt lyrics with real musicians. A must-have album that will be a platinum and Grammy-worthy. Well, I guess that was more about him than us.
0: <laughs> well, but that was a very, very nice, genuine you know, comment. So
1: I replied back, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> Great <laughs> that, feedback. I read the awesome.
0: feedback twice. But that, that's awesome. <laughs> thanks
1: for the feedback and for listening. Great feedback. Jesse is an awesome okay. guy. So thank you, Debbie, for leaving that review on our episode. Um, Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's cool because what CastBox does that I just noticed the other day is that you can actually like individual episodes – so I was actually going through episodes and a bunch of them have hearts next to them. So people were going oh, wow. through actually and iTunes yeah. doesn't do anything like that. So that was actually pretty neat, um, to, to even be able to know, but thank you very much uh to Debbie for leaving that review. Yes. Jesse 1000% deserved all of those kudos.
0: Yeah. Hey, you got a new fan out of me. Cause I never watched the rising star, but after that interview, I'm a fan.
1: Yeah. And we're going to definitely pick up that album. It was really, really good. Um,
0: and I don't have a record player, so I have to wait for June first.
1: June first for me as well. I have a record player, uh, but I, I keep, the problem with a record player is I can't take it with me anywhere. Nah. So I'd rather. That does become to an it. issue. I'd rather listen to it on, on the, the go. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, it's time, Sam, for some plugs. Remember to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at WePodcast and We Know Things on Twitter at WePod and We Know. On Facebook.com slash We Podcast and We Know Things, or just type in the We Podcast and We Know Things into the search uh, tab. But brand new to the plug list, we have and just launched a Patreon.
0: Who would have thought it?
1: I know. It's insane. Uh, we do have a Patreon page right now. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a, a website where, um, it, long story short, you'd be helping us out. Uh, if you want to support the show by, you know, one dollar, two dollar, five, whatever you have to spare, uh, each month, you can become a patron and donate to the show every single month. Um, it's patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things. P A T. R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash repodcast and we know things. Just look on any of our social media pages. Um, it's in the bio of our Twitter, it's in the bio of our Instagram, it's in the bio of Sam's Instagram, it's in the uh it's it's linked to our Facebook two times. So just go ahead to that and check it out. That's all we ask. Even if you don't donate, just check it out. What we give back in return are reward tiers. So um for any amount basically that you donate, we'll be giving something back to you. And I want to tell you. What those uh, reward tiers are. So you know kind of what you're getting into if you become a patron. Um, so you provide us, you know, per month with, um, whatever you can, yeah, whatever, whatever you can, you can choose. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. One dollar, uh, will get you the hugest of thank yous. We couldn't do this show without you for so, do, uh, so for donating at this tier. Just know that we are eternally grateful for you and your contribution. It means the world to us. At two is when you'll start getting the goodies. Uh, at $2, you get a monthly e-card with our gratitude for donating at this tier. We will send you a monthly e-card to tell you that we are eternally grateful for your, for your contribution. We can't thank you enough, so we'll try to say it through a card, provided you give us your email address, of course. And the cool thing about Patreon is as we go deeper into the tiers, anytime you subscribe, let's say you give us five bucks a month. Well, yeah, you'll get the $5 reward, but you'll also get all the rewards for the other tiers yeah. as well. So that's actually really cool. Um, you know, some choose to do that, some don't. We we chose to go that route because we want to give back as much as we possibly can for the folks that take the time out of their – uh or, or the, the money out of – Out of the of, thousands <laughs> of podcasts
0: to listen to. They choose us. Yeah,
1: sure, for sure. Uh, at the $5 tier, which we have a couple patrons for that we'll be shouting out in just a second, you get a weekly shout-out on the show. At this tier, we will shout you out by name during every single episode of the show. We will say your name and Twitter on uh, or Instagram handle if you provide it. We'll also – give you the e-card at the $2 tier, again, provided you give us your email. For $10 a month, this is where you start becoming a part of the show. Uh, for $10 per month, you get patron-exclusive content. What that is is anytime we have a bonus episode, um, such as in two hours when we uh, record, another, record one. <laughs> another one, in two, two hours and 26 minutes from now we have an interview um, that we'll talk about in just a moment, but um, you'll get that early. You'll get that the day it goes up as opposed to waiting... For this one, nine days or, or so. Yeah, nine days you'll be waiting. Now you get it nine days early just for the $10 reward tier. And also, you get to give us a custom top three. So for $10 a month, you will not only release our bonus episodes, two to... It says seven, but this one you're getting lucky. It's nine. You can now become a part of the show. Once per month, you can give us a top three that we will do an ep- do on an episode of the show. We encourage you to send us your ranked answers so that when we give the topic, we can also give your opinion on the show. You'll also receive the two and five. So we'll have our normal top three, but if, you know, we have a, a patron top three as well, we'll do that during the show. And we, again, encourage you to send us your three, two, and one, and we'd love to share them and read them on the show. It's just a great way for you to become a part of the show. Uh, at the $20 tier, We Podcast and We Know Things merch. At the $20 tier, we'll send you some We Podcast and We Know Things swag on a quarterly basis. This includes shirts, coasters, mugs, pillowcases, wine glasses, hoodies, anything we can, we're going to send to you. Because why wouldn't you want to sleep with our 16-bit faces on it? Right. Except who's <laughs> better than us? <laughs> You'll also receive the 2 5 and $10 reward tiers for $50 a month. This is pretty, this is pretty cool. Um, we talked long and hard about this one. And what's the best way to give back is to let people come on the show. So for $50 a month, this is the second largest tier we offer. For those who have a little or a lot of nerd in them, you'll be joining us via Skype or telephone for a segment of your choosing, where you will become the third co-host on the show on a quarterly basis, not just once. Whether you want to be uh, in the movie section, music, or TV portion, I meant to put gaming in there. I forgot. I actually have to go back and edit that, but you can choose gaming as well. We'll leave that up to you, and you'll also get all the other reward tiers. Now, the highest reward tier we offer will be a wee Podcast and We Know Things Bunda Do. Uh, the bundle. <laughs> Remember how we'll give you a piece of shrag for 20 bucks? Well, our largest reward to you, you'll be getting an entire bundle of goodies shipped out to you every few months. The best part is we'll be making some of these things by hand. And by us, I mean my wife.
0: She's way more artsy than you and I are, so (laughs) it makes sense.
1: You'll get shirts, hoodies, coasters, mugs, wine glasses, beer uh, beer steins, whatever you want, the whole nine yards, all of it, not just one of them, in a bundle every few months. Uh, Most of it made by Sam, me, my wife, whomever um but just some of the things we can give back so again that's patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things uh to say thank you is an understatement we appreciate you but we already have a couple patrons and they're at the five dollar tier so our patreon shout outs this week mike forward and af
0: log dog thank you so much for everything we really appreciate uh, hey, we like you said we are eternally grateful and hey we just want to you know Bring it to you, yeah.
1: And for the ten dollar tier, you get those bonus episodes early. The bonus episode we'll be doing in an hour and a half, a little under an hour and a half, is with the Philadelphia band called The Insides. Fantastic three piece band, right out of the the city. A brother they love, who've recorded a bunch of singles at the Lumberyard. That's how we kind of got connected with them through um, Dom and Ace and Nick at the Lumberyard. Uh, that we did our interview at, and i uh, really excited to have those guys on. They just got off a tour, so uh, support the Philly music scene. You get that episode a little bit early.
0: And that's pretty cool. I think this is our first interview from a Philly-based band, I think. So that's pretty cool. Mm,
1: e- entirely Philly-based, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think I didn't know one jumping out at me.
1: Yeah, I think so. So, so, that's so. That's pretty cool. That's really neat. But you'll be getting that nine days early if you log on at, well, I mean, if you're hearing this, It'll probably be eight days by the time you're hearing this. But if you go onto Patreon ten dollar tier, I will post that interview for you to listen to ten days or I'm sorry, eight days early. Um so can't cannot wait for that. But we also had an interview this past week that was kind of impromptu. Um it was scheduled and then
0: We didn't know where in limbo,
1: right? In limbo, and then just a few hours before the interview, I got an email saying confirm you're going. (laughs) And uh we were lucky enough um To be able to have the opportunity to go backstage at the Foundry, which is one of the most beautiful venues in Philly because it shares with the Fillmore um, over there in the Fishtown area, to do an interview backstage with Hawthorne Heights about their new album that came out yesterday, Bad Frequencies, along with the tour that they're on now. Sam, you couldn't
0: make it. Shout out to Chris Chris Shriver from the Platformers Podcast. Since I'm getting exams, I'm all kinds of scans, I'm feeling (laughs) a damn guinea pig, so thank you for filling in for me, brother.
1: Yeah, and it was last minute. I called him up and I said to him, Chris... Whatever I'm about to ask you, you can't say no. He goes, um, I'm just like I said. I'm telling you now, you're not gonna say yeah. no to me. If you say no, desert you. You're not gonna say no to this. And he's and I told him and I asked him. Uh, if you could go. And he was like, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so uh, this was his first interview ever. And he held his own yeah, wonderfully. Right. Um It's about a 26 minute interview. And even the cooler part about that is we went out into the car after the show. Cause we watched every band except for one. Cause we were doing the interview during the opener set. And then uh after Hawthorne was done, we went to the car um and, and actually just did a post-show Little recap, recap. Nice. right That's there awesome. in the car, about 10, 12 minutes long. Uh, so it turned out to be about 40 minutes of of an episode. Um, but shout out to Big Picture Media, the the gals over there, just killing it, um, sending me that. So we're really, really lucky to have that experience, and really lucky to have um, the opportunity to do that. So thank you extremely grateful for that opportunity and those dudes in hawthorne heights were just so nice
0: yeah you uh, were nothing but happy and i know i saw chris uh, post on facebook and instagram you guys had a great time
1: yeah we uh got to watch the first couple band sets they come grab us they walk us through what i would consider um uh, an underground tunnel <laughs> yeah i would consider we went into like that mirror of what the hell is that thing where the kids go to the mirror and they come out the, in that enchanted world
0: uh oh, uh, uh, shit. It's like the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ended up in like Narnia. We went through a door and all of a sudden we're in this club that is in the middle of the film, Fillmore and Ferengi that like kind of st- joins them together. And we go through the club part. There's nobody in it. And then we go into the filmmore. So we're walking through the filmmore now as another show is going on. Um, so we're walking through that. We go backstage. There's the offices and then all this crazy twists and turns. We end up. In the Hawthorne Heights Green Room doing the interview live with JT Woodruff, the lead singer. Um, just the coolest dudes. Uh, everybody was super nice. Everybody was really quiet too. The room was full of people.
0: Yeah, that was like the one thing he said was like, It's packed in here, it's loud. I was like, ooh, I wonder how the sound quality's gonna be.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It was it, Oh no, no, I meant that it was packed in like the venue. Oh not, okay. not the backstage. Oh, well, backstage had just I,
0: I assumed you were yeah. backstage. I the friggin' venue's always gonna be packed. Yeah, the the uh
1: Backstage had I don't know three four five six people in it besides us. So, uh, but everybody was extremely respectful, extremely quiet. Really cool dudes. Um, A tell all, you know. JT didn't hold anything back. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, uncensored, of course. Uh, As it always is. And then they came out and killed it. So that was awesome. And you had a couple of seats off to the side. Yeah, yeah. You know, seven eight feet away, right off to the side. Perfect. Perfect. And we had seats. We sat down these wonderfully. Thick leather seats with our own table. privilege <laughs> It was awesome. Foundry is a great place. Oh, it is? Yeah. So I got four chandeliers. <laughs> so check out the uh the interview with Hawthorne Heights. It is live now, by the way. It's on iTunes, it's on Castbox, Stitcher, Google Play, all your podcast services. Uh check that interview out. If you remember Hawthorne Heights, if you're like, holy crap. You know, I haven't listened to them in a couple of years. They haven't released a full length in five years. They did a bunch of DIY EPs and singles since then, but Bad Frequencies on Pure Noise, their first full length in five years. And we were lucky enough to be able to be the folks uh, on the Philadelphia leg of the tour that got to do that interview. So thank you again to everybody for setting that up. But Sam, it's time for trivia. You have a chance to win it here on the Epic 88, which... By the way, yes, we're going to be giving our Infinity War spoiler-free impressions pretty damn soon, so be ready for that. That's um, probably going to be a nice chunk of the show, but you have a chance to also become the Trivia Champion today.
0: That is the truth, so I imagine my question's hard as I gave you a nice, hopefully, a nice easy one for you. So, I'll start it off. What is the highest-selling handheld game console? Game Boy. no. He's nervous. It could be Nintendo
1: DS. It's either Game Boy or Nintendo DS. His
0: knees are weak.
1: This is
0: big. This is big.
1: Well, DS is over 100 million. So it's either Game Boy or Nintendo DS. I just don't know if Game Boy is over 100 million or if it's 80. Nintendo 3DS is at 78 or 76. I do have i can't i can't afford it if you get it you're, you're,
0: well even if you get it right ten, you can't afford it's it it's 10
1: to seven and a half. i have to get this week and next week exactly. right without sam getting any exactly. and sam sam is, is got a decent chance to get this today
0: he's sweating it
1: <laughs> nintendo ds
0: final, final answer. answer correct yeah I was going to say it's Game Boy because I had the list where Game Boy, Nintendo DS, Game Boy Color, yeah. and Nintendo 3DS. Yeah. So you, it would have been like, ah, oh, shit. You're in the same boat. So, good for you, brother.
1: All right. So it's ten to eight and a half. Sam could still put this one away if he knows how many casket matches The Undertaker has been a part of.
0: I, I watched the match last night.
1: How many, including that one last night, how many casket matches has The Undertaker been a part of in the WWE.
0: I have two numbers in my head, and I think just to play it safe, I might have to hear them, because I heard them. If you
1: play it safe, there's no chance for I you to know. win.
0: Yeah, no. but hold on, let me think. Cause you can
1: play it safe the next two weeks and still win, but not, actually not, if I get it. Well, it's, yeah. It's, no, no, not if I get it right next week, you can't.
0: It's, I don't want to say because in case I have to answer the answers, I don't want you to say them, but. There are... There are My
1: answers are already predetermined. Even if you give me a number, I will not be changing the, the choices that you would be given. I can assure you of that.
0: I have, I have two. I, I wish... I, I'm playing back the match last night. If
1: they said it or not?
0: It was Roos. No, it was Roos's first. Mm-hmm. And it was either... I'm here to answer you, If you say it, I'm, I'm good.
1: All right. Nine... 12, 14, 16.
0: How many casket matches? No, either. <laughs> None of them. Say it again. How many did you have in your head? I had 11 and 17. Okay. Say it again
1: 9, 12, 14, 16. 12. Final, Final answer? answer? Yeah. 16. Pissed. 10. I coached when and and he said
0: 11 and that was his 12th, so I had to go with
1: that. To eight and a half. I'm on the comeback trail. Hey. You can still win it. And you know what? If I get it right next week without answers, no matter what, you can't
0: yeah, no matter what. Win. Yeah, you have eight point five.
1: Yeah, so if I go up to yeah. nine point five, you can't win, because it is win by two, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's, it's the first to eleven. Win by two. Now it's ten to eight and a half. So it all Sam's gonna for a week think of a question to get no, me on. Dude,
0: I, I never like it's always last second, so go with our top three. The question and, and top three are like the last things I do. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to Bless you.
1: We're also gonna have our impressions of the greatest Royal Rumble, which we're referring to last night when we say Rusev and, and The Undertaker, they had a Huge event from Saudi Arabia that we'll go into impressions on. I have notes written down. It was like 19 hours long. (laughs) Just like WrestleMania. It was way long and way predictable. But that is okay because we're here. We have waited since literally the first episode of this podcast to be able to have Ten years in the making to have these this discussion that I can't wait for. And Sam and I really haven't even talked about it yet. No. We saw it together and we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, of course. We saw it together with our good friend Ryan Popejoy and we talked about it sure afterwards, but I think we both wanted to save this discussion yeah. for the podcast. So we didn't really talk about it yesterday at all. Um we Sh- didn't
0: Should I wanted to see it again before, yeah. but I just I just couldn't swing
1: it. Yeah, same and and um we had a little bit of a discussion after the, the movie. Of course you're going to, but we didn't really get into it too deep. Um, I'm going to read the IGN review first.
0: Okay, I like and that. And then
1: we're going to go with our impressions from there. I like that. Uh, are you ready?
0: I mean, it's it's something that I know that it doesn't have like no 100% run Rotten Tomatoes, which it shouldn't, but mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what they say.
1: Using the strength of its powerful and interesting villain to set the stakes higher than ever, Avengers Infinity War successfully brings together the past ten years of Marvel movies into a largely effective cocktail of superhero dramatics. The fact that it manages to give nearly every member of its admittedly overstuffed cast at least a moment to shine is its greatest feat. Sure, it ends on a cliffhanger, but those final moments elevate the entire series into a poetic, if uh, horrific, Coupe de Gras. Making good on Nick Fury's promise from 10 years ago, Infinity War is fun, thrilling, and emotional.
0: 9.2. 9.0. Mm, I almost said 9.0. Out of 10. I almost said it.
1: Great. Um, these will be spoiler-free impressions. Maybe we will give our spoiler week. impressions next week to give you all over a week to see the film. Next week, you can be sure that it's going to be top three moments or top three characters or top three whatever uh, from the movie. This top three doesn't have anything to do with Infinity War this week. Um, but do you agree with that review?
0: Um, for, for the most part, yes. I think it delivers after the 10-year long wait of basically – teasing almost isn't even the right word to do what they did with Thanos with this. But I, I think it all paid off. I think the Russo brothers took on this, what, it was two hours and 40 minutes and none of us dared to get up. <laughs> no matter what, I would have went I I to I I so went so myself. Bad. I had to
1: pee so bad from the opening credits. I held it for three hours and I looked at Pope Joy and I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to give away because it's my number two. So I don't want to give away something. Pardon the pun on going to the bathroom and it being my number oh, two. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I had to use the bathroom so bad, and I looked at him and said, "I gotta stick this out. If I miss, and it, and it turned out we were right. If you miss anything, you're gonna be pissed because yeah. it doesn't let
0: you breathe. And and this was like a movie. Like I knew, like no matter what, like you said, I, I can't I can't get up. Like mm-hmm. maybe if I see the second time, and you know, I'm I'm busting or whatever. Maybe I'll do a quick second. But this one, I had to ride it out. I wasn't missing one second.
1: And and I am all the better for it because I agree with you. <laughs> I think this movie. This movie definitely I agree with that IGN review for the most part. This was Thanos's movie.
0: It was. To me, he's the main character. Yes. Thanos is I the main 1000%
1: character. agree with you. Um I think, you know, it's funny. I look at like the Russo brothers and I think, where do they even start? Do you start with a storyboard? Do you start, how do you get the inspiration? I'm like, the project, the undertaking that they had to take uh, to go back through 10 years of history plus the comic books to come up with this. Kevin Feige and the Russo brothers, dude, my hat
0: goes off to you guys. I mean, I think they said the last battle scene it mm-hmm. took them 55 days just to shoot that. Yeah. So I mean just I mean the Russo brothers they I still think it's my favorite movie is The Winter Soldier. I still think I, that's, I still think that's the that's number, number one, 1 MCU and again the Russo brothers did it. Mm-hmm. This has to be my number 2. This this is easily a number 2 or 3 100%. Yeah. Either but like maybe Guardians like I get got Guardians catch 2 catch me on a good day.
1: It would be for me it would be Winter Soldier this and Guardians 2 and th- the cool thing about that is they're all open to flip-flop. You yeah. can almost oh make a case like said, for it, any one it, of those. It depends
0: what day it is. like yeah. What mood you're in, you would move for a comedy, or you would move yeah. for a little drama, a little you know. But that's action. what
1: this movie had. That had all three things you just said. This movie was funnier than it should have been. It was darker than it could have been. And it was... It, it rips your heart yeah. out
0: well, th- three, just, four, just, five, six times. Just to times. give you guys a little tease, this isn't, this isn't a spoiler because you all know who it is, but in the first ten minutes, there's death. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm not, not S- going to say who, who it is. He had an – remember,
0: he put an S on that one. They they <laughs> grab you right from the beginning no matter what. Like The, the people next to you want to you know, oh, jump on that. Um,
1: uh, I almost wanted to put that in my number three as just my number three. It,
0: <laughs> it was kind of funny because I just hear – like <laughs> I uh,
1: I may have sat next to a future Emmy Award-winning actress. <laughs> um These girls were probably 14, maybe 15, like, tops. And, of course, I'm the one who gets to sit next to them because that's not annoying. And uh, I had never – just particularly the one of them, the one that was obviously directly next to me, which was great. I would never seen somebody so – we'll call it emotionally invested (laughs) in a movie. Who
0: who do you know that could cry for almost three hours straight? (laughs) I just – to say
1: that there was – to say that this person was a drama queen – is an understatement. I mean, hey,
0: there, there was a moment where I almost even showed yeah, sure. up. Like, there was some, a lot of moments. So, to like give that. a
1: backstory, we saw an IMAX 3D, right? And this was one of the movies that actually worked really well for that setting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I tweeted out, you should see this movie in the biggest, loudest place that you can. Um, and the 3D worked really well. It did look like it actually popped off the screen. Yep. It made the screen look bigger. I almost felt at times where I was in VR, where I was totally surrounded by this movie. And that's what I loved about it. It was totally engulfing. Yeah. And Thanos just being the, the, the titan the that, titan he, is, that yeah. he is, it really kind of, it brings you into that movie and you feel like you're a fly on the wall and this the girl next to me was literally reaching for the screen at times <laughs> trying to grab onto the heroes yeah. as this would happen or that yeah. would happen or this would happen and then she's that way and she was the type of person who um I can't do it anymore cuz I'm fat now but like she curled up into a ball in her seat and she's crying and oh, no oh, I heard the the phrase oh god 311 <coughs> times not not even a joke uh just every scene oh god
0: i just i just remember looking over I, I i see you like mentioned the pope joined, and he just starts laughing i was like thank god i can barely hear yeah you could
1: be you got lucky because you could barely <laughs> yeah, hear and it. the
0: scene next to me was empty and so pope, i was i was living the dream and
1: Popejoy like her, he didn't get it where i was coming from a lot and then he finally heard there because there was a there was one scene in the film where it's totally silent yeah and um you could hear a pin drop but of course you hear <laughs>
0: <laughs> the lip quivers <laughs>
1: So I look over and I'm like, "You see what I'm dealing with?" (laughs) The whole movie—it was so distracting for me because I felt like it was a train wreck I had to watch. I look at a scene, I'm like, "How's she reacting?" (laughs) And I'd like look, kind of glance over to my left just to see how she would take it, and then I'd laugh a little bit in my head because it's sad that somebody took a movie that seriously. And then I would pay attention back to the screen, but it was almost like—it's almost like Mystery Theater three or Mystery Science Theater three thousand or whatever. Uh, and you definitely have to see this again y- yeah oh i'm i have to and i have to see it with nobody on my left and only ashley on my right like i can't <laughs> do that uh again but she's crying every scene every single one dr strange says hi guys <laughs> he's he spoke
0: <laughs> like but well, one thing i again i have to i have to give credit to the directors where they juggled every character, every mm-hmm. storyline, like, brilliantly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I'm not saying it's, it's...
1: There are a couple people that were completely left out of the film. We're not obviously going to spoil who that is. Yeah, we, we, that we can't is, say who or, you know... But there were a couple characters and heroes or villains, whatever you want to call them, that are completely left out. Now, I think that they're going to make an appearance in 4.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: But they're left out, and... I kept waiting for it. I kept well, I waiting mean, and waiting and waiting.
0: There's just they're trying to tell some... There's I mean, God, there's like 20 heroes there, yeah. and they're, they're all scattered. It's not yeah. like they're all like together. It's yeah. they're all telling. They're all doing their own part. Yeah, there's and it was three was just different arcs. Together. Yeah,
1: there are three different arcs going on. There's one. The heroes basically split. Not split. They kind of never were together to split up. But there are three different subsets of the Avengers, if you want to call it. There's one that takes place in one area, one that takes place in another, and a third that takes place in a newer area. Um. Each one of those told a great story. The one we can spoil because it was in the trailer. Thor meets the Guardians.
0: Yeah, that was like the first thing you said. And that was a that was funny. fantastic that was team funny.
1: up. Uh, I would say too, early on in the movie, because it's not one of my favorite standalones, I thought Doctor Strange stole the show early on in the film. I okay, thought he was okay. great I, early I, I, I can on. see that. Until Thor met the Guardians. And at that point, I think Thor kind of yeah, was that, the and best and, and part that, of it. And that, the, was a,
0: that was a lot of... A lot of people that I read on Instagram saying, like, you know, I was never, like, a big fan of, like, a, I didn't really like Thor 1, 2, 3 was okay. But this one what like. That's exactly Thor what I thought. Thor was amazing. Uh-huh. That's exactly, And I, I agree. I yeah. agree.
1: Stormbreaker, fantastic. Um, Drax, Drax was hilarious, was as great, always. Yeah. Drax I was I love great. eating some Dave Batista. Yeah, he was great. There's a cameo um, um, from someone you wouldn't think would be a giant uh, in it.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that, was, funny. I th- I that I thought, was funny. I
1: thought it was funny, the first scene. I think it fell flat. After a while, I totally was disengaged at that voice. It kind of took me out of it a little bit, but um, just seeing that person, yeah, that, that was, that was, was great. I it. It was it. great and because of course we had the you know we have our Stanley cameo. He yeah, was there. Yeah, he was there. Um, so I think Thor and the Guardians was great. Doctor Strange in that group was great. Um, I think the other group that featured Steve Rogers, Captain mm-hmm. America, was a th- that was the third of three. Yeah, Captain America is my favorite. Marvel hero I think his group was under like completely purposely almost out of it they did they had the least important storyline up until the big final battle um I think that was done purposely uh without again again, the story to
0: tell
1: based off of what happens you know that he is going to have a huge if not the second or first most important part in four so I think that they almost purposely did that to give more screen time to everybody else. Yeah. Um,
0: no, can I kind of say something real of fast? Of course, it was two hours and forty minutes. It didn't feel like no, it. You no, know, no, it, it didn't. But I didn't, even, I didn't want it to end. Like yeah, it how, ended. How, I mean, how they ended? Like I, how it ended? I, I smiled. Like I, sure. I, even though the ending was, was crazy, I, I just smiled. Like holy shit! Like they did it. Yeah, and like, they stuck the landing.
1: They did stick the landing a hundred percent, and. Um, if you guys know me, you know how I feel about Game of Thrones and other things. I was very, very satisfied with this yeah. ending, and there was one particular piece of the ending
0: mm-hmm. uh, oh, no, that, that and crushed to, me. And to me, that's where I almost i my eyes got wood. Mm-hmm. It just it was words that were said right. that I was like exactly shit, exactly.
1: <laughs> and we know the consequences aren't everlasting, based off of things. Um. But still, even though we we know that we have to kind of chalk this one up to it being a comic book film, and yeah. hopefully not everybody knows what we know. I mean, we get we we run a nerdy podcast, so we have a lot of the information about yeah. who signed for this and when is this and when is that. So based off knowing that those things, it's like okay. But if you didn't know that and you just come into this as like a a kid or whatever, and you see or that girl next to me <laughs> and you see this, I felt bad for her because I that almost gave end, my tissue. Yeah, that end was so devastating. Yeah, yeah, it was that she. I bet you she went home and just put on My Chemical Romance and just <laughs> cried herself to sleep, um, if she girl. even knows who that who they are. Um, but the ending was supremely satisfying. Thanos is easily the best villain in the MCU, in uh-huh. my opinion. Uh-huh. Josh he- Brolin, yep, killed it. Pardon the pun. I would say Killmonger is probably the only one that touches him. No, Loki. You think so? Yeah, okay, I think so. that's cool. I just,
0: Tom, Tom just hiddles But just, just because just has Loki that.
1: goes so back and forth throughout the, well, I, I, all the I, MCU, I, think, I, I don't think know. He's just if so I, charismatic. I don't know. He, I don't know. Did he even want to be a villain in Avengers 1? Because we know Thanos was the one who kind of sent him on his way. And then to see them interact in this movie, you're like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot that, th- that Thanos sent Loki in Avengers 1. Yeah. Maybe it was against his well, it was will. His, it was, you know, his right. Basically army. Right. And, uh, then seeing that, um, those two interact was, uh, It's gripping and um boy i would say to 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 anyone who has not doubts but anyone who thinks you know what's going to happen even if you go into this and you peg like this is what's going to happen even
0: if you're right it still shocks you even even if you you know like read the comics you know everything you're still gonna be shocked. They're like they didn't stick to everything as it was. Like they had to do their own little thing to to make it work. Yeah. You know.
1: And I would uh you know, I also loved this internal struggle between, you know, Bruce Banner and, and the Hulk of going back and forth. I thought that was great because it shows that the Hulk isn't this. Destructible, I'm uh, sorry, indestructible force of nature that it, it, that he
0: that it, Banner it, can almost connect with him. I feel like you know what happened or whatever. It, it almost humanized them. Sure, you know, kind L- of brought yeah. like a little bit of you know fear or something. But I I, I thought every character was, was brilliant. Um, obviously, what do you re-
1: think of the Dark Order?
0: Um, they were. I I think they were good for for being you know Thanos' like generals or you right. know, his. For what they, for for what I saw, what I got out of it, I thought it was, it was enough.
1: The one, something ma, whatever the ma character was, the older guy who shushes everyone, I thought he was particularly menacing. Like, welcome,
0: yeah, well, welcome yeah, he, he to was. your
1: death, courtesy of Thanos or whatever. He was kind of menacing and he was the main one. Um, he also, um, he also had arguably the most, uh, he had cool abilities. He had really cool, very cool powers. I loved his powers. They yeah. mirrored Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and that was a really cool battle um, early on in the movie. But uh, I, I thought the other three weren't great because, yeah, I don't know any of their names, but I couldn't – outside of the female one because obviously she fights the females. That's not a spoiler. That's just what happens. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really decipher the other two and what they were there to do. They were I, very,
0: I think they were, they were just the brawn. They were just there to just to be a distraction to the, to, to the Avengers, to, to,
1: Thanos. It built up the Avengers strength and got them yeah. ready for Thanos, if you will.
0: And like, they were like a stepping stone to me. That's, that's kind of how I, right. I took them.
1: And there was also, by the way, uh, the return of a previous character that we had no idea what happened to him, um, in, in a, uh, in one of the origin stories, he's he returns. Um, he's the keeper, not keeper, but he he's on the planet of one of the stones, mm. and Thanos shows up to get that stone with a certain character that he's with, takes his cloak off, and boom, you see this this villain yeah. return. Yeah, and you're like, holy crap. And it's not even the original actor. The original yeah. actor did not want to come back. It's a dude from The Walking Dead who actually plays this guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he takes his hood off and the whole theater went
0: Everyone, every everyone would eat. I, I shit. think there was at least three or four just where the whole theater just clapped, yep. just went nuts. And that one was of those, one of one those. those
1: was when Peter got the uh, a certain suit, and
0: oh, of course, of course, but, that, that was but definitely another the, moment.
1: But, but uh, and he gets an ability from that suit, we'll say. But in the comics, that ability is not favorable. People hate that in the comics, but they love it here, and it, I wonder it, why. It, they did it very well. They, here. It
0: just it probably worked better in, the, do, movies probably, rather but, in the comics, it definitely works better. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say too much more until, until next week. But, yeah. I mean, again, guys, this is a movie where we I think we spent, what, $20, 23 for this ticket? $23. Bucks. For, obviously, it was at 7 o'clock at night, so you don't get that cheaper 12 o'clock discount. I'm going to try to go during the week where hopefully everyone's at work and I can kind of squeeze in and not be bothered by too much. But, of course, stay till the, the, the end credits are like 15 minutes long. Yeah. But there's a nice end credit at the very end. I think it's well worth it, which will we'll set up things to come.
1: Yeah, the end credit scene had characters in it uh, – yeah, I don't even want to two, say two right. characters in it that you definitely wanted to see. It ended, it ended properly. And, it set and, up a lot of things for the future, um both before, during, and after next year's no, a, a Avengers we film. Have, we have a long year wait, my friend, and that's the problem, man. This is this is what's. Hold on, now that you've seen it, right? What's a more grueling wait for you? Avengers four, or the last season of Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> they're both <laughs> agonizing, but they both come around the same time next year.
0: I, I would probably say Game of Thrones just because... Multiple episodes? Well, that... Longer payoff? We it, don't know the ending? Exactly. That, I don't know. You're know, like, And we get six hours. So sure. it's like I'm waiting more for like that more footage. I mean, I got, what, eight years invested? I, mean, I guess I do have ten years invested in Marvel, but like I know that I'm going to get more Marvel films. I'm not going to get Game of Thrones until next year no okay. matter what yeah i'm going to get marvel films sure you know venom we have deadpool like i'll be okay i'll yeah. be fine yeah but
1: plus captain game- marvel plus ant-man exactly and the
0: so there's plenty of more movies to hold me over yeah so i'm not in the rough, But game of thrones that's that's tough for me
1: sure i i actually would tend to agree with that as well and i thought um that when I walked out of the theater, my height meter was so real. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so real that I was like, it kind of made me want to see every one of those yep. movies in theaters. When you know I'm not a theater if, guy, if
0: if it doesn't want like make you go back to just see, see like again. go watch. Yeah. Well, oh, te- technically, go watch The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton because that's right. technically number one. But it, it makes you want to go back and like just relive all that and just to see where where it all builds to. And I think it, it built to something something great.
1: I thought. Honestly, I thought Iron Man came out just before that.
0: No, nah, Iron I, Man was, I believe, right after.
1: Hmm. I mean, I, I, Iron Man was May second, two thousand eight, and second two thousand eight, and I thought Edward Norton's came right after that. I thought his June thirteenth. Was, it was okay, a month so was. later. Okay, so Iron yeah, Man, Iron Man was technically the first MCU okay. film. Uh, the Hulk, right before that. Uh, I'm sorry, right after that. But this.
0: Oh, that's right because he cameos at the end. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so. We already talked about the rankings. We talked about the post-credit scene. Uh, we talked about some things. I would say, too, though, the, real quick, though, the, the thing where I said in the beginning for Sweet Rabbit, when I called Sam Sweet Rabbit, I cried laughing. It is a part of this movie in particular. There's one character that says Rabbit and Sweet Rabbit a couple times. Yeah, it was pretty I funny. was dying laughing.
0: Did the comedy hit for you? I, I, I think Drax, again, was still my yeah comedy. Everything he's did. It, it didn't get old for you? It didn't get old for me, but it... it no, I it, mean, I, I'm trying to think of all, like, when everyone was laughing, I was laughing. Like, l- laughing out loud. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think any moments that, that like, it just didn't work for me. I'm trying to think. The,
1: uh, you know, I think, the, like I And I don't
0: want to say, like, a specific scene, so I right. really want to wait until next, until next that, week. That's why, th- I, that's why I want to watch it again. Yeah. Then I'll know.
1: The only thing that really, truly didn't hit for me was at, we see that the giant character, who's not normally a giant, and then any scene after that with him in it... Just kind of took me out of it, and but
0: i i still i, I still giggled
1: yeah sure it was it was neat seeing that person in that yeah. role that we would never expect to see um again, do not go into this thinking it's an Avengers movie, please go into this thinking it's a Thanos movie because it, it is
0: he has the most screen time it's Thanos featuring the Avengers um. And and, his, we, and we did since we were early. We got lucky. I think it was like a hundred. The first two hundred people, you got like a little comic, and we got yep. like a like a Avengers coin, like an Infinity Gauntlet. Because like I looked at other people's coins, like everyone was like I think different. I don't think oh, that's cool. I think each theater like AMC had their own coin, oh, Regal cool. had their own coins, so but we had the Infinity Gauntlet. So I was like ah, we had the best one.
1: That's neat. I gave mine to Popejoy. So.
0: Oh, yeah, because he missed it. Yeah, he Poor missed man. his,
1: and I I don't – what am I going to do? To put it on my bookshelf and never look at it yeah. again. As much as it's cool, I have the the movie bill that they gave us. Yeah. I was hoping for one of those cool cardboard tickets like I got for Civil War. I was going to refer a little poster. but and Beauty and the Beast. I don't – okay. My Deadpool poster is still upstairs in the closet, yeah. so I don't know. But we do have um, – uh, by the way, just if you don't – if you can't tell, highly recommend it. Yes. You have to go see this. I'm I, told, be,
0: I won't even bring this up later in the show.
1: I told my boss – um I said, "Are you in the Marvel stuff?" He's like, mm. "Like, if yeah. it's on, maybe, but I don't like go out to see it." I said, "This is still a movie you, oh, and you then, have and to r- see." Real
0: quick, I'm Corey Taylor, lead singer of Slipknot, yeah. Stone Sour. I follow him on Instagram, and he post- he posted his ticket stuff. that he was going to see it. I was reading like after he was done commenting, he said, "Best movie I've seen in 30 years." I, thought, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah,
1: I thought it was one of oh, the and, best.
0: And, and I and I can't be like, "No way!" But I, I was like, "Okay, I can see that."
1: Yeah. When I walked in, first thing I said, "Dash," she was sitting here watching Grey's Anatomy. It was Thursday night, so that's her night. I walked in and I said to her, "That was one of the most enjoyable film experiences yep. I've ever had, and it was the best movie I ever saw in theaters. Yeah, in theaters, in theaters. for me. There are movies that I've seen outside of theaters that <laughs> I like more, but this movie was the most epic theatrical film I've seen." The only one that I could put up to it even in the past couple years is Jurassic World because I love dinosaurs yeah. and that was really neat to see in theaters. But this movie, it was worth the IMAX. It was worth the 3D. Yeah. It was worth the price of admission. You you really technically don't have to have seen the other films. It
0: would just be – It would be really helpful. You'll just know a lot more.
1: Yes. I have not seen <laughs> Black Panther yet and I was not lost at all. I, I figured there, it out.
0: There, there might have been characters that you didn't know who they were. Right. But you just like okay, that's th- this group here. It. But if you see the movie, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, perfect, makes up yeah. self- makes perfect sense. And and
1: your cognitive your cognitive problem solving skill will at least be able to let you know, hey, this person can ha- has this ability and can do this. Here's the basics. Boom. They don't go too deep into any one particular storyline over another, which I really like. They balance yeah, them out. It was like a
0: perfect uh, just juggling act.
1: Yeah, three hours of of. Just incredibly good filmmaking. I'm so stoked on it. We'll give our spoilers next week. And that's when we're really going to dive in deep with characters and plots. And we're both probably, probably going to see the second moments or yeah. something like that. And, and we're both, both probably going to have seen it a second time by that point. So we'll be able to, to bring all that to you next week. But this was our spoiler free impressions of Infinity War. Please go see it. Um, as we know, Nova makes an appearance and just kills everyone. Yeah.
0: Kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding.
1: <laughs> but here we go. Our top three. <coughs> I wanted to go off the wall a little bit this week, and it was inspired by the girl next to me. And it is the top three reasons we hate going to the movies. Well, my
0: number three, it's kind of what we did. I think it's your number two because I think you said it earlier, but where we're like, oh crap, we're gonna we're like we were dead middle of the aisle, so like, and there was everyone there, so we had to ask people to leave. So. Because we have to go to the bathroom. Let's all do it now. Like me and Pope joy went, you stay back, take this seat. just get it, get it up to go take a leak. Yeah. Every, excuse me. Can you get up please? Like the way these seats were, everyone had to get up each time and we went and we come back and then you went it was just, it was just a process.
1: Yeah. It so was number three. I went to, I went to pee three times during the previews. I felt so bad. <laughs> so that is my number two, my number two, not being able to pause the movie when you have to pee halfway through and you're in the middle of the aisle, the middle of the aisle, the sacrifices for the best experience. Uh, <laughs> I said to these dudes, I said, guys, we probably should have gotten end seats. Yep. I don't think it would have been as immersive because the middle middle was perfect. No, where,
0: where this seats were, if you were right or left, you were too far over. Yeah, this like, was perfect. We were dead center. We, yeah. we had the best seats.
1: Yeah, but if I did feel bad. I almost strategically picked who I wanted to bother. I was like, do I leave left or do I leave <laughs> you right? You should have left. So the one time I left left and came in right just so both of them got – Just to change it up. <laughs> just so both of them got pissed off at me. And uh, I heard you guys making fun of me one time. Oh, the whole, dude,
0: the whole group to the right was, who just got like, down in front. Me a we over screaming at you, and then you're weird. like, I'm not listening. That's funny. That's <laughs> you're funny. Laughing. But uh, my number uh, two would be uh, my number three. Oh, okay. Because that was that. my okay. number two.
1: My number three is uh, when they're out of the only flavor icy that you want, <laughs> and that's obviously white cherry.
0: Well, they have my blueberry, brother, so I was fine. <laughs> but my number two would be. Saving your friend's seats for like an opening night. Yeah. You know I mean people ask me, people sitting here, oh, No, like the two on the left are good, but there's one seat next to me, it's open. Yeah, yeah. I probably had to say that at least 15 times. Yeah. That was my only thing, because there was a time before that where I believe it was me, Toby, and Alex were going to see some movie in Franklin Mills. And them two were getting food. So I'm, they two, it was them two at the end than me. So I'm saving them two seats. And like, these guys like, oh, I need two seats to do my friend's here. Then they got loud. And I was oh, there's going to be an issue. Then security came. And then as the fight's going on, Alex and Toby come and just sit right down. I was like, you guys have no idea. So that's my number two. It sucks.
1: Yeah, it sucks when we got there. We got there early. We got there about an hour before, maybe a little bit more than an hour before. And they didn't even have a line. They just let you go in.
0: And that usually doesn't happen And that that. usually
1: does not happen. (laughs) But there were already some people in seats. So I purposely picked out a seat one seat away from other people so we had a one seat in front uh in between us that's a good and bad strategy while no one's in there it's a great strategy but when it fills up and then you have that inevitable asshole that says can you guys move one down well, it's not,
0: it's, I, would, I wouldn't call them an asshole it's, I, I it's, it's a I little would. it's i would you want to know why it's just a little inconvenience it takes up your your right, elbow but, room.
1: but i got there on time yeah. you didn't asshole sure. So okay. yes, they are assholes because they can get there on time like we did. We got there early yeah. to get the seats we wanted, yeah. not to move the fuck over by one. <laughs> you piece of shit. No, anyway, just kidding. Uh, my number one uh, prices. Yeah, it's just so goddamn expensive. Well,
0: well that is, besides paying twenty. Twenty dollars for, for tickets, ticket. I got in. I $6. 50 got a,
1: for the pretzel. I got a
0: small popcorn and a like a medium icy. It yeah. was sixteen dollars. Yeah. So that that's my number one. Is like, come. on. I spent. 750 for a, like, it was either, I think it was 650 or seventy for a small popcorn. I was like, that's crazy. That's yeah. unbelievable.
1: And I, I got the pretzel bites for 650 and the icy for 550 or 650. And that was it. And I spent, you know what I mean? Half my paycheck. And it's like, <laughs> and here's the issue with that is uh, the, my, my number one really should be the woman behind the counter for this particular transaction because she pissed me off. Uh, I got my icy. Oh, she did yeah. a great job filling it. I said, can I get pretzel bites? She goes into that little, uh, the little, like, microwave oven or the oven whatever that houses all the pretzels the warmer or whatever and she goes in she literally i'm not being sarcastic or anything she goes and she looks she's doing the whole thing with her finger while she's like looks like she's reading the pretzels and she's like no, no 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 yeah that's the one and she grabs the pretzels with the least (laughs) amount of pretzels in the entire cabin
0: she, maybe she thought, like, he's like, ah, he'll need this. You know what I mean? Like, try to look out for you. Like, you know, maybe she's like, oh, you may be trying to watch his figure. Let me help Do out. I look
1: like I'm trying to watch my figure? <laughs> no, I'm trying to watch my figure grow because I want some goddamn pretzels. If I'm going to spend seven bucks, I want them overflowing the brim of the plastic and, and that, that was, houses them.
0: And, and that's literally what you said. Like, dude, these pretzels were overflowing. This is like, they were overcooked a little. Yeah,
1: they, uh, dude, they didn't funny. even hit the rim. I almost want to say just take them back.
0: At least they were warm.
1: They were warm They
0: could have been cold And that would have been that
1: They were warm They were just They were salted just right But they pissed me off Because (laughs) the guy next to me Has a mound of pretzels That he has to get Two containers to Encapsulate the goodness And me I'm just like She
0: gave him two cheeses Because there were so many pretzels
1: And I don't even get cheese. So I was like, couldn't you even just push some into the little side cup, too, just so I can get some more See, pretzels? See, no cheese.
0: That's where she was like, he done fucked up. Yeah, that's probably why. Do you want cheese, sir? No. Next, Excuse me? Next, next time, next? just say yes. And yeah. then watch, no. it, watch the difference. They don't
1: give you the cup, though. They actually pump it in. That's oh, disgusting. Ah, that must be a Regal thing. Yeah, That's disgusting. Okay. AMC gives you the peel back Exactly. Cup, but uh, Regal just pumps it right into there, and it's gross as shit because cheese is gross. <laughs> yeah. But that's my number one is that... that Woman behind the counter who <laughs> shorted me some pretzels, thinking, "Yo, fatty, you don't need this," but that's all right. And what's your number one? I'm sorry, I forgot. No, that was just the prices. The prices. Okay, cool. Uh, there was a new Venom trailer. There actually was a Venom trailer for the previews of Infinity War, but, but it was the, the old, old one.
0: one. Did it make sense?
1: They kept like the 45 second teaser without showing Venom, but this Venom trailer does show Venom. Um, and I can say that the Venom voice in the trailer is Tom Hardy's voice, which is which is cool, which, which is, cool. is cool. But it still sounds like the bad guy from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it's, all I no, thought the whole it's, time. I mean, hey, it, it, I, I do like Spider Man. I like Venom, but I'm not like the number one of my guys. My favorite. So my Instagram, everyone loves Spider Man. Sure. I su- I know I saw more hate than love from this trailer. I'm in that boat. From the way he looks to the CGI or v- VFX, whatever maybe they still got to do some touching up i did think when he went from you know when he was his regular face then when he mm-hmm. kind of like transformed i thought that looked cool yep
1: the very end shot
0: but yep. the, but the finished product i think they still have to do some tweaking i hope that i hope they have to do some tweaking cuz i don't think it was there yet he's very shiny it, it remi- i know he's like it's like raining and it reminded of me of the live action spawn movie
1: 100 million yeah. thousand billion so, percent so, Does he look just like spawn it,
0: so i'm just thinking Absolutely. like they I don't know. I, I hope they just touch it up for a little bit better.
1: The but. transformation scene, when, when his mouth was agape, looked like yeah. Pennywise. And then when he's done, he looks like Spawn. And then he sticks his tongue out. He looks like a children's plaything. And <laughs> I, it, what I think this is, to your point months ago, was this is a Tom Hardy action thriller yeah. where he can transform into a dude in a suit. There's not a Venom movie yet. Yeah. There's Tom Hardy.
0: This is, this is, this is like the, the prequel to Venom.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like this is the Casey Jones effect. You didn't hire Stephen Amell, this gorgeous man, to hat, to wear the Casey Jones man. One scene. One scene with the mask. This is going to be a Tom Hardy movie where you're going to see a lot of the symbiote or symbiote, whatever you want to call it.
0: And that was another problem. People had, like, there was an article of like, Oh, that's how you... Symbiote? Like, I thought it was symbiote. Like, or symbiote. You know, like, there's different... Yeah. Like, how do you pronounce it? Like, there's an article just how to pronounce
1: it. I'm symbiote. That's I'm Team Symbiote. But uh, there, you're going to see a lot of that where it's coming out of him and it'll yeah. save him. There was a shot with a bike where he can reach for the bike with it. You're going to see a lot of that. But you're you're probably not going to get a ton of him in the Venom I, suit, I, which I, is what I want.
0: I read something. I, I, I hope it's not true. That we only see full Venom for, like, five minutes. And
1: that would be the Godzilla effect, the Casey that Jones would, effect.
0: Well, not even... Godzilla, we at least got like 2530. Like yeah, but it was don't,
1: all at the end almost. Like, that's don't, the thing. Don't Venom's me, gonna be all at the end. Just
0: don't give me the last ten minutes of the, the final movie battle. And you have five minutes of Venom. Like to me, that's you know what it's like? not right. You
1: know what it's like? It's like the Power Rangers. They're human, human, human until the final battle mm-hmm. where they where they, morph. they finally morph, yeah. And it's like you can kind of see that because Venom literally morphs. So And it's- I'm
0: I'm still kind of hoping that <sighs> I would love for Spider Man to show up. I mean, I don't there, think there, there will. was a rumor that Peter Parker could be, but Then there was that no one's in it. It's like... God damn it How I, do you have A movie with no Spider-Man it's
1: it's, It takes place In San Fran He's gonna be In New York I, I just don't see it I said maybe On the news You'll see him Swinging maybe. With a, yeah, with a yeah. You know Spider-Man Spider-Man s- saves the day again, or, whatever.
0: or in the newspaper Or something But I did look the only, One of the things I did like about Trey. said I'm a photographer I was like Okay yeah. At least they got That right yeah, like, he, okay Okay Yeah he's a Muscular photographer but, but he I did like this Trailer better Than the, the teaser well,
1: You know I, 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 I like the to. shit I took earlier Better than the <laughs> teaser So Cause at least I saw my poop oh
0: gosh yeah that was but, i mean hey it's teaser suck man i'm still gonna see the movie regardless i think we both have said it yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna, we're see, the gonna movie, see the movie no, no matter what
1: and it was a decent trailer it wasn't terrible by any stretch it was just it wasn't great it
0: just i i, I was just maybe my height meter was a little too high i think i just got to bring that back in a little bit
1: sure you know uh, deadpool is getting a two-year anniversary blu-ray and it is actually out now i will tell you all the things you get with it uh because you do get a smorgasbord of stuff you get deleted and extended scenes with optional commentary by director tim miller you get a gag reel you get a deadpool's fun sack whatever that is uh you get audio commentary with miller and rob Liefield. You get audio oh, commentary awesome. with Ryan Reynolds and writers Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese. You get from comics to screen to screen, and you get a gallery's concept art, storyboard, costumes, previz, and stunt viz. Um, and starting May fifteenth, you'll get a. Oh no, that's a lie. But Best Buy has like a steelbook.
0: Yeah, they, they, they that Atari always releases a steelbook. Yeah, so I personally won't them. get it because I already have my Blu-ray copy. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm totally happy. Did, they
1: actually have a pretty good making of on the actual regular yeah. Blu Ray too. Did so. you
0: see? I, I do have I'm to see because I because I tagged you in it. Hugh Jackman's Instagram. Yeah, it was funny. Absolutely gold. Now I'm more convinced than ever that he shows up in this movie somehow. S- somehow, you really somewhere. think so, I, dude.
1: What about just a Wolverine tease well, instead of full if on you guys Hugh don't
0: follow Hugh Jackman, I expect because he's got like 50 million followers. So I expect everyone follows him, but he's. He tried to do some kind of shout-out in his hotel room or something. Then you just see Ryan Reynolds in full costume of Deadpool just singing, laying down in the bed. In his bed. And I, I thought it was hilarious. And then you, you see so many people like, oh, my God, we need this. And then Ryan Reynolds posted a fan art of Deadpool holding a shovel where of Wolverine's grape with the X. And he's like, time to wake up, brother. Time to go to work. And I was like, oh. like that's so awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. Check that out, guys.
1: Deadpool Two, however, is tracking for a one hundred and fifty million dollar opening weekend domestically,
0: that, and that's crazy. Oh, and, and real just for real quick for Avengers, just on Thursday night alone, they made like thirty nine point four million, yeah. the fourth best ever yeah. Thursday opening. So it's like it doesn't seem like a lot. Well, uh, I mean, for just Thursday, I to me, it seems like a lot considering that they're already over two hundred million, and the budget is rumored to be four hundred to five hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that
1: not seem like a lot?
0: Well, the people that it beat, or that I think it's Star Wars. Um,
1: I remember we have a dollar bet. Yeah, on, and I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it is. If it becomes the highest grossing Star film Wars, of all
0: time. I know it still beats. I think it's The Force Awakens. Thirty nine. Deathly yeah. Hollows*. Is I think number two. Million. Yeah, and I forget number three, but yeah. That's, to me, that's a solid opening. I don't, I don't you can't expect more. Fourth anymore.
1: highest behind Star Wars, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Deathly oh. Hollows, part two. Oh. So $39 million Thursday night. So that's pretty cool. Kevin Feige says, and I quote, and this is a long quote, so stick with Uh-oh,
0: me. Oh, baby. Uh,
1: he says, and I quote, yes, when asked if Moon Knight and Nova are in the plans for maybe not even the MCU, but just film in general.
0: I mean, like I said before, everyone has been asking for Moon Knight. Um, I, I don't still, know anything
1: about Nova, but obviously I know a lot of people. Well you saw him, and well, Nova Bemis. Corpse
0: was in mm-hmm. The Guardians. John C. Raleigh mm-hmm. was in the corpse. Um Nova's awesome. I, I would I would rather have a Nova movie.
1: Does Nova show up in Gog Three? In what? Guardians of the Galaxy Three.
0: He, to me he should, if if not before that. Yeah. I'm hope kinda of hoping maybe a teaser in, in the in Cap, in, oh, oh, Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. That's okay. what I'm kinda of hoping. But to me, Nova it's he should have the, the movies, and I think Moon Knight's home is Netflix. Yeah, you said that. He's before. got so much story to tell. Give him a home at Netflix. But I'm but,
1: but they don't do crossovers between the TV and movies, so if he gets a Netflix, you can almost kiss goodbye
0: I mean, to that, the, the MCU. As long as they don't disappoint me.
1: But Netflix is getting rid of the Marvel stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's
1: true. That's true. And is Moon Knight an R? Is it a PG? Is it a PG-13? Rated R. So there's
0: no way... That's what I'm saying. He would be... Per- like, there's comics with... If he's rated R There's though, he a, can't the, do MCU. There is a Shadowland comics. Yeah. wow, uh, I think it's Brian Michael Bendis. Mm-hmm. Where it's Daredevil, Moon Knight, um, and Ghost Riders in it, uh, Luke Cage. Like, to me, I would love if they did the Shadowland storyline. I doubt it, but just to have all them guys together
1: That's a then. that's an off though. That's not a that's not an MCU thing. MCU wouldn't go rated R. They won't have but Well Radio Punisher was rated R. But that's not MCU. That's not Disney. Oh, but, they,
0: but that's what I'm saying. That's why his home's Netflix. Yeah. Keep Novas PG thirteen. Throw right. him in the movies. Right. Um, but I, I'm just glad to hear that Kevin Foggy, Moon Knight, and Nova—like he said them, like he's he's settled. So it's like okay, that this ain't this ain't a hoax. I can believe it.
1: Wonder Woman Two is confirmed to be set in the 1980s by Patty Jenkins herself, the director.
0: And this was already rumored. Though, uh, wasn't it was it? rumored yeah. as
1: hell, and I think it was an obvious secret. But I think it's going to be better off than having your 1920s, 30s, whatever it was. Yeah, it was. it's a nice time jump. It's a nice time jump, and maybe. Um, What's his face will actually have a British accent? Chris Pine, I know he's not going to. We'll see.
0: Well, we it's see. not
1: that actually. It's not that far in advance
0: to where he couldn't. Um, well, that gives enough time if he had possibly if he had a son or something. Yeah, because uh, grandson something. Son, well, maybe maybe
1: grandson is it fifty years. That's what I'm saying. 60 yeah, sixty years yeah, enough so for a grandson. A grand, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess it is very much so. Uh, all right. Anyway, a quiet place. There's already a sequel in it in uh, development.
0: And I saw. A, a right. Quiet Place. Yeah, we had that um, debate a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and it was – I was not expecting how the movie was, and it was a lot better than I was going to give it credit for. So to me, the way it ended, yeah. yes, a sequel. As long as this movie made money, yeah. a sequel was coming.
1: Yeah, but
0: – got to see it, Greg. You have I, to see I, I, it. I told you I oh, saw okay. about three quarters of it. Oh, you, you but you didn't see, see the, see the ending. ending. Exactly. It's the only part of it. Exactly. See.
1: But like now that you know what you're going to get and now that you know that it's a movie about being quiet – is the sequel gonna be. Like, you're you're trying like, to, like,
0: the surprise almost is already out, it's, kinda. It's. It's. Like, so you saw, like, whatever's there or the monster. He, or-
1: sure, you definitely saw the monsters, but, like,. How much farther can you take the story? Does it follow? I didn't see the ending, so I don't know what happens with that family. Does it follow the same characters? Is it a new family? Does it take place in a different region? Is it? Is it a continuation of that story? Is it a prequel? Is a prequel could make sense.
0: That's about the only thing I can think of
1: of of how this even came to be and like the beginnings of it when maybe you don't know that it's quiet that you need to be. So maybe you see people that are making noise and I
0: would I would like either.
1: Learning how to adjust in a world that needs quiet. Like something like that you, could be you, interesting. Either you
0: come out with the second one as a prequel or you come out with the second one as like the finale and then the third one is the prequel of how it all happened. Sure. So, you know, it's not just you – know, just, just, like, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I just think that you kind of like, – you took a great concept and if you dig it into the ground, it's not going to be as well, that's, effective. That's this what, second movie is not going to be as well, effective. movies usually do that. They you know, squeeze it for all the
0: juice that's worth. Sure.
1: But Winter Soldier was better than the first one and to some people, Civil War is better than that. So – they, well, you well, can build on because well, I've had,
0: I've heard people say that Guardians Cap, Two was first better. Avenger, than the first Avenger, Captain America First one was better than like they liked that better than the Winter Soldier, which I think is I was crazy, in
1: I was but. in that boat until I saw Winter Soldier the second time, and that's what changed me. But. I was in that boat
0: for a little I, I bit. think my, I think me, and my dad's like I think he, like Winter Soldier, his favorite too. It's it's just such a good from beginning to end. It's a great film.
1: Yeah, but I, I just meant in general, sequels do have the power to build upon the source material. But yeah. when you have a source material that is very one dimensional, <laughs> of shut up or die.
0: Well, well, it's I would say like almost seven out of ten sequels aren't as good as the original. Sure, like I, can, I,
1: should, I can agree with that.
0: Oh, just off top, head, of I know the Dark Knight. I thought was way better than. I mean, I love Batman Begins, but Dark Knight I thought was better than Batman Begins. Um, just, can, just to give it I'm a. I'm going to ask sequel. you a
1: tough, tough question. I don't need an answer now. If you need to think about it till next week, that's completely fine. If you need a second, I doing, think I already know fine. your question. What is it?
0: they your favorite uh, superhero film of all time? Nope. Oh, okay, what is it?
1: Who's a better villain, Thanos or the Joker?
0: It, uh, it, <laughs> I know no, no, it's two it, different it, types it, of no, movies. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it's would, like to me when I go, if I wanted to go see the dark knight again like that's a christopher nolan like that's like barely any comedy in it like his more serious tone avengers is lighthearted fun you know it it, it depends (gasps) with a dark twist and do i have well i guess both movies are almost three hours but yeah they are i mean you can't go wrong man that's an awesome argument to be in like oh god i would love
1: to to debate that one day if i knew what side you took like let's say because i would say thanos um because there were more consequences based off of his actions than the Joker. The Joker was a, well, was more evil, but on a smaller scale. Well, the
0: way I look at it again, where it's like Thanos, it's like, okay, look at his, look what he had, look at all the heroes he had. Right. Joker just has Batman.
1: Understood, but also look at what Thanos could do with that. He no, no, arguably but, but he had, had bigger consequences. And, okay,
0: you're talking Joker, who's... Human. Right. Thanos, who is right. a, a god, right. can do anything. Right. You know what I mean? So th- that's why I'm saying, how can you have that Art, Like, it's almost unfair. Like, of course, it's probably going to be Thanos, because you can do way more than the Joker. But me, as a, a DC fan, would, you know, would love right.
1: the Joker. You know? Sure, sure. Alden, uh, let's see, Reich. that's it. Alden Reich, who plays Han Solo in the new mm-hmm. Solo film, he's actually signed for three films. So I was thinking, could it be Ryan Johnson's trilogy, if that's not in the Luke Skywalker era? Um, or yeah, We don't
0: maybe, know where that is yet, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Maybe the Obi-Wan film. I, I'm thinking where this guy, unless Solo Inle- gets a sequel.
0: Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Unless they're literally, this is the trilogy for young, young, Han, young Han Solo, how he kind of becomes this legend. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I put it that, that, but that's how it is nowadays. Not, they don't want to just sign an actor for one film. Like just in case we need you, here's three just in case.
1: I'd really prefer it. I'd have really, really, really preferred it if they came out with the Solo movie before episode seven. I know that sounds weird, but I know how Han Solo's story ends now. And I, I mean episode it, nine. No, 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 I mean episode seven. Oh, you
0: meant before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know how Han Solo story ends. Like in episode seven, yeah. you know what happens. Yeah. So it's, I, I'm watching these movies. It's almost like the Rogue One effect. I'm watching these movies knowing the outcome, so it doesn't do much for me. And it's, it's stamping and cementing reality that previously to me I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Like the what the hell is the Kessel Run and how did what is a parsec? Yeah. But I'm going to find out. Yeah. True. In one of these movies, I'm going to find out, whether it's solo or not, I'm yeah. gonna find out. And it's gonna put exactly what happened into context. And I almost don't want that. I want that imagination. And that's what I don't love about these movies, is it's taking what I had previously had in what my imagination thought, yeah, exactly. and, and stamping it into reality. And if I don't like it, tough nuggets. Yeah. And that's my problem. Or and you have my just, problem with
0: Rogue One. Or you could just be like, ah, nope, I don't believe it. <laughs> it, just, it <laughs> yeah, that is not, not my, my soul.
1: Uh, but if if Han was still alive in this trilogy, I'd feel more connected to this solo because I still wouldn't
0: know how it ends. Exactly. Okay, I see your point. I mean, now it makes sense. Yeah.
1: Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and B.D. Wong will both reprise their roles for Jurassic World Evolution, so the, the third one. one. By the way, the trailer that they showed for the Lost yeah. Kingdom or whatever, or Fallen Kingdom during Avengers was insane, especially in 3D IMAX.
0: Yeah, because I didn't, you know. I didn't really know what the movie was kind of going to be like about. Like the way the first shot was like, ah, the volcanoes erupt and everyone's going in the or This they kind of expanded on what they were kind of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really hyped to see this fil- this film. I mean, mm-hmm. but it makes sense that you're having Bryce Dallas Howard again. And but I, I love me B D Wong. Sure, so that's and,
1: awesome. Uh, I agree with you. But the reason I don't like this announcement before the second one's out is they you survive. know they survive. Yeah. And that bothers me.
0: Well, and again, that's what we said at the beginning. When you do a podcast, you, you're maybe people don't know that going right. in. It's like, oh, I don't know who signed, but us knowing, oh, shit, well, she's going to make it, Yeah, you know?
1: Yep, and and listen, maybe it's in a flashback, maybe it's in a whatever, maybe whatever. We don't know, but that's still annoying. That's
0: the price we pay sometimes. It's
1: the price we pay for having to pay one hundred eight dollars a year to do a podcast.
0: <laughs> Absolutely right.
1: <laughs> there is a Jumanji sequel coming in December of twenty nineteen. They put a time frame on it. That's nice.
0: I just didn't expect it that fast.
1: Maybe I'll see the first one before then.
0: To me, I, it's right there. I, I thought it. I thought Jumanji was funny. Sure, but just this is a very fast tone. Turn- Maybe I'll around. put it
1: on after after the interview today. Maybe that's what I'll watch this afternoon. I just, just I just Jumanji number actually.
0: one, I didn't think The Rock had time to to, to film another movie. this Just past. had a baby. Not he did. Another, another another daughter. Um, I'm just thinking he's this man's so busy. I see him over here. It's like, when are you gonna dress up as Black Bolt? <laughs> Come on, bro. Or or no. Black guy. Black Adam. Black Bolt. Jesus. <laughs> Black Adam. Come on. It's been too long. I've seen so much fan art. Um, come on, Rock. Get with the program. Stop not filming 27 movies at the same damn time.
1: He didn't show up at the Rumble or WrestleMania, so he's doing something. Yeah, and
0: then there were rumors that he was. I was kind of hoping he was going to be number 50, but...
1: Sam, do you want the positive or the negative for this next one?
0: Negative. The always. Ne- no, oh. no, no. You have to start with the positive, and don't, please. Okay, then don't <laughs> ask me what I want. If you ask, I'm always going to take fine, the negative Fine, fine, fine,
1: fine, fine. We'll do it your way. The negative first. It's probably not going to come to theaters because it was picked up by Universal 1440 Entertainment. They usually handle non theatrical releases. Do you want the good news?
0: Now I'll take the good news.
1: It's a Doom movie. <laughs> so there's a new Doom movie coming. Speaking of the rock, I guess. It's not gonna well, have the rock. Probably this time. no
0: rock, probably no Carl Urban. No,
1: but it'll be a new Doom film. It was picked up. It's by a non theatrical company. Maybe that means Netflix or a streaming but, service, or maybe that means right to yeah, T V.
0: But Netflix it could be a good home for Doom.
1: Sure could. They need something to backfill that Marvel. Exactly. So it's, and if by the time this comes out, Marvel will most likely have migrated to the Disney service for most part, except for the R rated stuff that will stay on Netflix. Yeah. Um, or I would propose it goes to Hulu, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, but good for Doom, I guess. That game last year was, or 2016, wow, was super, super incredibly good. So shout out to Doom for being relevant in 2018, I guess. Uh, Halloween, that reboot, got a trailer at CinemaCon, which is going on right now, so there's a lot of stuff coming out of it, but not a lot of footage. We they're get, showing we trailers, we they're showing all this cool stuff, but um, we don't have access to it because we're not at CinemaCon, but it did get a new trailer at CinemaCon, but which is
0: neat. What I did read that said it was the scariest Halloween trailer to date. Good. That's the one thing I did read from it.
1: Yeah, we need a good they said, slasher they, movie.
0: They said that like the jump scares were, they were like, people were literally jumping out their seats. Did-
1: so, so we, you and I are not the biggest no, horror fans, no, right? You more than me. Um, and I hate them. <clears throat> yeah. So that that, yeah. that speaks to how much you like them. And yeah. uh, I hate jump scares. And I'll tell you why, quickly. Not because of a scare. It's not that. Yeah. It's because it's cheap. It's a cheap pop. You're getting the cheap the scare. I prefer the tension. That's where The Quiet Place succeeded, was that had tension. That was oh my that, god! You were, dude.
0: You were always on the edge of my seat. Yeah, you know.
1: For the for the most part, you don't know what's happening. When I don't know what's going to happen, when I'm walking around the corner and there's oh boo! I'm I, scared and now. I could
0: like I jump scared like so easily. Too. That's what so, I didn't you know, like about it was the, 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 there's so many jump scares that I was just like. I, I I I did like it though. I did like. Sure,
1: sure. Because Pennywise is effed up, but like, I, I don't I don't need jump scares to make and, a movie scary. I want atmosphere. I want tension. I want. Quiet, I it, like that,
0: and I don't think I added this on the pocket. It was, it was just a quick thing, but the director for it too basically said like this is going to be this. It. Oh, Okay, yeah. I, I
1: haven't the okay. story just okay. coming up real soon. Uh But uh, who would make a good Kratos if they were make if if they were to make a God of War film?
0: Well, the the reason we have this up is because obviously Avengers and all them guys are doing tour, and oh no no because it, it was Stephen S. The Knight who mm-hmm. they asked who was mm-hmm. you know Kratos Spartacus, Spartacus did Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. He said you know who I'd pick. Dave Batista. Yep. And I thought about Drax it. Drax
1: kind of looks like Kratos already. I was,
0: I was like, all really he would need to do is maybe just kind of, maybe lose 10, 50. He's like, a little too bulky. A little, a little, bulky, little thin thick. Out, thin out a little bit. I think he would be great. Yeah. And
1: I, and I can't think of, like, I'm even thinking old Kratos with like the new God of War run. Maybe and I can't jo, think.
0: of Joe Manganiello. Because he's a tall guy. 6'4", 6'5". He's probably jacked just right. Yeah. He has a deep voice. Yeah. Boy. That's what I'm saying. Boy.
1: I mean, you always have Aaron Paul. Yeah. That's an option.
0: He, he, maybe he could play his son. son <laughs> Atreus.
1: <laughs> Aaron Paul is Atreus. Perfect. <laughs> that's a good call. Uh, yeah, I can see Dave Bautista. I can see Joe Manganiello. I, I can't, like I just, can't really think off the top of my head right just now. Just Dave yeah.
0: Bautista I like, but just me thinking Joe Manganiello. That's why I brought him to the table. So
1: it too, to your point, Sam, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, allegedly will be much scarier. I actually have a quote. Um, Where's that? Here it is. Uh, From Andy Muschietti, the director of the first one and the second one. Quote, they're going to find a lot of things that resemble the first one. The humor, the emotion, the horror. As reported by comicbook.com. So this is based off of them. Quote, people are very invested emotionally in the characters of the story. At the end of the first one, there's a promise of something else. It's going to be scarier. It's going to be a more intense experience. So bring your adult diapers to the theater. I'll make sure I will. (laughs)
0: I'll bring an extra pair on the way.
1: How the hell is it going to be? Well, I mean, it's going to be easier if it was scarier. Had more tension. Something like that. Sure. I mean... I just didn't think the first one was scary.
0: No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't feel like it had the, the tension. Like, The Quiet Place had me, like, gripped. Yeah. You know?
1: There was a uh, Netflix movie that dropped recently with Adam Sandler and Chris Rock called The Week Of. Mm. Uh, it's part of Adam Sandler's exclusive Netflix deal. And here's their review. As usual... Adam Sandler presents a mean-spirited comedy, but an unengaged cast and uninspired writing also make The Week Of a bore. Netflix, <laughs> The Week Of, further shows Adam Sandler is unwilling and or incapable of doing anything more than be lazy and mean. 3.5. 2.5. Oh, my God. Out of 10 per poor, IGN. Poor Adam. Awful. That's not poor Adam. That dies rolling in money for doing very little work, I will say oh,
0: that. I, hey, I, I'm not saying little work. I'm sure it's a lot of work. It just... People aren't liking it.
1: Sure it is. Yeah. Uh the also at CinemaCon there was footage of the new Predator reboot. Um we have a quote here as well. Um from the Outer Reaches, and this is really what the plot outline is or plot synopsis from the outer reaches of space to the small town streets of suburbia the hunt comes home in shane black's explosive reinvention of the predator series now the universe's most lethal hunters are stronger smarter and deadlier than ever before having genetically upgraded themselves with dna from other species when a young boy accidentally triggers their return to earth only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and disgruntled science and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race well, if that doesn't sound like every other movie ever yeah, made, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what does.
0: I mean, they have to do something. They have to add something new to the Predator movies. You know, this will be what the fifth one, maybe fourth. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we'll see
1: (laughs) my screenshot this week for the box office captured 29 films the 29th being The Leisure Seeker at $167,000 but the top 10 number 10 falling from number 7 Isle of Dogs at $3.4 million number 9 new to the list is Traffic at $3.9 million number 8 falling from number 6 is Black Panther at $4.9 million number 7 falling from number 5 is the comedy Blockers at $6.8 million number 6 falling from number 4 is Ready Player One at $7.4 million. Good for that. Uh, film. Number five, falling from number three is Truth or Dare at $7.7 million. New to the list at number four at $15.1 million is Super Troopers 2.
0: Hell yeah. Did you see it? I, I did not, but I, that's another movie because I, I just heard them both on um, Burk Kreischer's podcast, so it was awesome. I can't wait to see it.
1: Number three, I Feel Pretty at $16 million new to the list. Number two, falling from number one is Rampage at $20 million and going back up from two to one, which we very rarely say on the box office is reclaiming its spot atop the box office at $20.9 million, a quiet place. We will probably think that Avengers will be taking the box office for the next six to eight
0: weeks. Easily.
1: And coming out this week is The Son of Bigfoot on May 1st. May 4th, we have Tully, Overboard, Bad Samaritan, Anon, Alex in the List, the Racer and the Jailbird and the cleanse.
0: Safe to say, Avengers is going to hold the number one spot. Yeah,
1: until potentially Deadpool yeah. two in two weeks. I think that Deadpool. I'm sorry, the Avengers. Maybe even safe after Deadpool comes out. We'll see. Yeah. The Black Panther didn't have a Deadpool to compete with only Man. two weeks later, so it was allowed to run the box office. Exactly. It wouldn't surprise me if Avengers outdoes a Deadpool in No the week. way. but. It wouldn't surprise me. It's probably not going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise me. I think – well, Deadpool releases on my birthday. Yeah. So I'll technically release it releases the day after, but the Thursday screenings will be on my yep. birthday. So I'm like, do I want to have family over? <laughs> do I want to go see the Deadpool film? I don't know. But for TV, Sam, the 1990s were a great time. They were fun.
0: Yeah.
1: They were nostalgic. Half the shit that I love came from the 90s. Easily. Except for the way people dressed. Uh, one of the things I love so much was Double Dare, a show on Nickelodeon with Mark Summers, Team's Families. Classic. Classic show, right? Well, it's coming back this summer for 40 new episodes on Nickelodeon. Is it Mark Summers? I, he said he, he was the one who posted about it. it has to be. And then at the bottom of his Instagram post, dot, 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 but wait, there's more.
0: So, to, I mean, it's to either, me, it's
1: either that means it's him or Fillmore, well, the guy who did Nick Arcade.
0: Well, I know from listening to President Steve and Steven before, where he'd always come on and he'd always do like double dare, like little special, and like one night events or something right. like that. And he's always been pushing for it. So, to me, you can't have this without Mark Summers.
1: Yeah, Mark Summers is double dare. So, Lauren Cohen will be back for The Walking Dead season nine. They've worked it out. She'll be back as a main character. We don't know how much she'll be in it. But one would assume, given the Season 8 finale, that it'll be a well, pretty I
0: was, big... I was going to say, because if she goes in Season 9, I was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do with her. <laughs> yeah. The,
1: given the Season 8 finale, they have... They... She knew where... She, she knew that she just she needed probably it. needed more
0: money. Come well, on. She, what are
1: they gonna she do? Deserves do it. With the, she yeah. deserves it. She's the best she's arguably the best character in the show and definitely the best female character. So it's, it's her and Michonne easily. Yeah. I, I actually prefer her to Michonne. Um Michonne never ever did anything for me. Once she got rid of those two walkers that she had on leashes, I was over no, it.
0: One, yeah, once you got rid of Rick, I was like, oh, that's it.
1: That, yeah, that totally threw yeah. me off. I was I was unimpressed by that. Director and producer Sean Levy on the Stranger Things uh on Stranger Things. Quote, season four is definitely happening. We knew that, yeah, but it's we, nice to hear it. Yeah, we, It's only been signed through three, so it's not been signed for four. But it's nice to know that even the producers are like, dude, yeah. this show's well, happening.
0: there's again. no way that the viewership, everyone going crazy, over Stranger Things. There's no way. Yeah, three, it's done. That's it.
1: Yeah. No, no way. Netflix has announced a Fast and Furious animated TV series following Dom's t- cousin, Tony.
0: No, I, I, Tony Toreno. To me, this came out of nowhere. It did. Um, it's going to probably stay nowhere. I, like, don't, I just wonder what's it going to look like. Is it going to be a like cartoon or is it going to be CG? Why do I got to give a shit about Tony?
1: animated – is it, it going to be
0: children? For
1: children, That's it's going to be more for kids. Castlevania is animated, but it's for adults. Yeah. Is it going to be in the same vein? Is it going to be an anime?
0: Is it gonna, what's it going to be? I, I can't see it being for kids, being as like the Fast and the Furious content type of deal. You can totally dumb down that content. Yeah, but not, I'm kids. saying not like kids that are like six. Okay. I'm vroom, talking vroom, maybe, maybe vroom, like vroom, ten. to. PG-13. Yeah, you know, something like that. But okay, I guess whether we needed it or not, it's coming.
1: Tony Toretto, the...
0: I got nothing. No, I I got nothing. I got I don't no know.
1: joke for this segment outside of the show itself.
0: Like, I almost don't even need to see a trailer to, to pass on it. <laughs> yeah,
1: Sense8, which was canceled by Netflix, uh, had this huge petition yeah. from all the fans to come back Well, they are doing a finale episode. It will hit Netflix on 6-8, so June 8th. It will be a two-hour, one-episode finale to wrap it up, which is the right way no. to do a cancellation. You do one final episode I, to wrap I, it up.
0: I mean, this is awesome. I feel like every show that's canceled, canceled early and like, get yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Get, Give like, us a certain amount of signature or something. Just... Give us a wrap. Just finish the show. Like, again, with Magic City. Mm-hmm. I always say it, it ended on season two. It ended on such a cliffhanger. Like, that's it. Yep. Like... I am supposed to live with that, just walk about my day like I didn't see it.
1: Even a dozen years later, Veronica Mars got a movie yep. to tie it, and like everything sucks. You know how I feel about that. I yep. want that back so bad. But even if they gave me a one-hour tie-up, I'm golden.
0: Yeah, you would take it. Easily. I would take it, yeah. because
1: the way it ends, I'm like, I want more of this. Yeah, it's like,
0: don't leave me hanging. Come on.
1: <laughs> I understand why certain shows that get canceled can't do that, but a show like this, with the fan base that it had... Um. Yes, while it was smaller, but it was a cult fan base. I'm I'm very appreciative that Netflix. I, it kind of makes
0: it. me want to go back and watch it. Just how I much totally love do. the fans have, you know? Totally, for the show. But
1: then I know that it's got only two seasons, and I, which could be a good no, thing. No, no, it's we, we a just, small investment,
0: rather than like oh crap, I got eight seasons to watch. You know?
1: <laughs> sure, you're absolutely right about that. Netflix Witcher series is to be eight episodes and will debut in 2020. The reason that's going to be eight is the producer basically just said, "We want this to no, be no filler."
0: Okay, awesome. So, I, I do like that, but it isn't it is a nice long wait, but goodness. there is a shit ton to watch. So I, I kind of maybe kind you of can play it.
1: one of the games before then.
0: No. <laughs> That's a hundred hours. Let me adventure. get God of War first, brother.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh Sam, what did you think of the Westworld season two uh premiere?
0: Well, I, I kinda like had to re remember like what the hell happened. Like, it's been yeah. so loose. I think there's no way I had time to go back to rewatch the first season. But as it, it kept going, like things started popping up. Um yes, yeah, so all our characters are in it. Um What's her name? The, the main actress. I can't even. Um, this is usually where I'd make my Iron Paul joke. But yeah, I, 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 I can't it. think of her name. But the, 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 the main. Uh, shit. I can't even think of her name. James Marsden and Cyclops yeah. Yeah. and her character, whatever. So she's off basically killing people. She's doing her own thing. Um, Ed Harris is back, which I, I love his character, by the way. He kind of runs into like a younger version of a kid version of. Odin, mm-hmm. it like that. Anthony Hopkins, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Um, so you see something like that? It, it's just dragging the story more. It's 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 it now it's becoming almost like oh shit, the expanse. Wait is wait real.
1: wait wait. What'd you think of Bleach?
0: Oh, I, I finally did watch the trailer. I,
1: dude, you promised us last I did, week,
0: and I did watch it. But it was only a short minute minute sure. and a half. Um, but they to me they showed me just enough of Ichigo. His sword looks badass. Even the monster that he kills, like it's it's right from the anime. Just from like the one scene. It was like the first made in the first thirty seconds is right from the anime. I mean, it looks almost identical. That's I am cool. hype as shit to see this
1: now. Sam, Attack on Titan season three got its first trailer. I did not watch it because I did not see season two yet, so I didn't want spoilers. Yeah, what'd you think of the trailer? Um,
0: it, 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 to me, I'm in no matter what. And the way two ended, it kind of like oh shit, like this is bigger than what I thought, and I didn't know that like Aaron would have these powers that he does, and it kind of it's it's a game changer for this for this show. Um, But again, I usually wait for the English, so I know I'm going to have a little longer wait than everybody else, but I'm in.
1: Hey, everybody. Sorry we had to pause there, actually. We generally don't pause, but...
0: Not very far from us. There's trees coming down. You hear that,
1: right? (laughs) They're cutting down trees right outside of where we record this podcast, so you probably, you know, maybe... My editing is masterful. I doubt it, Uh, at least for as loud as it is in this room right now. So we apologize if you're hearing in the background any loud noises or anything to that effect like that, like that yeah. there are trees being cut down literally 25 30 we 50 apo- feet we from apologize. where we sit so we apologize for that we do have our gaming section to get into and that is continued god of war impressions we have both made strides from where we were this time last week where are you at without spoilers and and what do you think again still
0: yeah i think i'm because i think we talked a little bit before you're just a little I'm, farther. i'm a than smidge ahead um i just recently beat beat a boss i won't even say his name but right. he, He was like as we talk. He was pretty tough, Yeah. and it probably took me about five or six times to actually beat him. Mm -hmm. He was, it was, it was, you know, I like you kind of lose after the second or third time. You kind of, you pause and You kind of walk away for a minute just to calm back down. But I beat him because I'm the man. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm, 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 Sam is playing on very easy mode. I am not. I pick the middle as I always do. Um, I'm I'm loving the game. I'm loving this all one shot. I didn't know how I would feel about it, but it's like, I'm, I'm I'm loving not having to wait for all these loading screens. It does
1: stink sometimes when you have to leave the game, though, and come back. You're like, where the hell do I get to
0: Well, like Because you're
1: so used to being immersed in a one-shot game. Yeah, you know, that, I mean,
0: think. that that's true. Um, but usually before, like, you, I don't know, I feel like I can kind of tell when it's going to be like almost like a, like a story mode type of deal. It's about to walk in. It's all like... Even though it saves automatically before I turn it off, I yeah. always save, like manually same. save. I have to because yep, I don't same. want to be anywhere else.
1: And and I will say that I while I love this game and I want to love it even more, there's one part that kind of got me a little taken away from it. Is There is some sort of travel system between realms that I'm not a fan of. But other than that, the gameplay is just so crystal, perfectly clear, wonderful. Uh, it's a it's a great effing game. Yeah. It's still game of the year. It has overtaken Celeste at this point. Um, when I'm not playing it, I want to, and yeah. that's that's the mark of a great game. Because when like, I'm not playing and, it, I want to. And
0: I wanted to play yesterday. I just I just didn't have the time though. But yeah. you're watching that crazy six hour WrestleMania to catch it up on shows and all this Ro- other stuff.
1: Greatest Royal Rumble event.
0: Yeah, Greatest Royal whatever. It uh. <laughs> basically <laughs> was you know yeah
1: second it was a second Rumble or a second Mania. Uh, it's it's a great game. I think uh, you know this is great boy. The, the, is great. The, the
0: voice acting is great. The graphics are awesome. Um, I'm just now upgrading. I'm starting to get new moves yep, now, we're getting, crafting getting stuff. techniques and stuff. So, like the next time I play, I think it's going to be going to take my enjoyment of the game to the next level.
1: What'd you think about that scene I was telling you with the Pokemon? <laughs>
0: it was funny because like I guess you were, you were when you first played you you, you you ran through so I was like damn when am I going to see this turtle <laughs> so but yeah I finally got to it and he was massive so that, that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah. but you, I was like damn Greg just bulldozed a couple hours games like first day you, I mean you didn't stop like I knew me I didn't want to I know I didn't want to just like five hours each time I play. I wanted to you go, know, here's two hours, here's an hour and a half, here's two. Like I wanna space this out. I wanna enjoy this for as long as I possibly
1: can. I have slowed down considerably since then because you I have past my head, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is still just an absolutely phenomenal game. I mean I had the Hawthorne thing on Tuesday, um I forget what I had Wednesday, and then Thursday and work, we saw Avengers. You know. Yeah, and work, so definitely want to play it. Hope I'm, to I'm play glad it. to hear that you're enjoying it. So. Tomorrow morning will be all of all God of War until she wakes up, so
0: I'll be waking up extra early.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. tomorrow's like a 4 or 5 a.m. wake up,
0: play at yeah, 10. S- Sunday's usually my, usually I'm almost guaranteed to play at least two hours minimum. Yeah,
1: for sure. Nintendo released its yearly earnings report, and there's updated sales figures on the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo 3DS. The Nintendo Switch is up to 17.79 million units sold and 68.97 million, million units sold of software. Damn. So it's already just killing the game. They want to do twenty million more in twenty (laughs) eighteen. And they'll do it. It depends. You had Mario and Zelda in seventeen and you sold seventeen point seven nine. You gotta come out with some bangers in eighteen. You're gonna have to come out with Metroid, Pokemon, and something else. Yeah, true, true. To be able to get this to twenty million but and
0: smash. So, which I think they'll be fine. Yeah. If they, if Pokemon N- releases, Nintendo not worried about nothing.
1: If Pokemon releases in fiscal 18 for them, I don't know when their fiscal ends. I'm assuming right around March because their your earnings report came out in April. Um, then this is probably going to be some, some sick shit. We'll probably get Pokemon before E3 next year. That's probably what we'll get. That's pretty Maybe fast turnaround. Mar- March or April of next year. Oh, I thought that was you. No, that was my
0: cat. I wouldn't be playing pussies with you. That was your cat room. Uh,
1: and the 3DS is up to seventy-two point five three million units sold, and three hundred and sixty-four point eight nine million units of software sold. Congratulations to Nintendo on those figures. But we do have the top-selling Nintendo first-party titles of uh, of year of lifetime to date so far, leading the way. The top-selling Switch game is Super Mario Odyssey at ten point four oh, wow. million oh. units. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at nine point two million, Chew. Legend of Zelda at eight point four eight, Splatoon two at six million.
0: That's Splatoon
1: awesome. has sold six million freaking units. Mean,
0: I forget what podcast I was listening to, but they said like it might even have been Chris Roberts. Like, yeah, I played. You know, I, like it's okay. It, is, but it was like, Chris. It was, it was Chris. Chris. And it, but it's like if you're not there with people, yeah. there's no fun. Yeah, so and I was like, yeah, and I, I guess he's
1: right. And I played a couple times with Chris, and I played a couple times with my friend from work and it was fun, but when I have to Skype them or call them to talk to them and matches are only three minutes, you can play ten matches in an hour, and you're kind of over it point. Yeah. You've played enough. Yeah. So it's good and bad for that. If I yeah. want a quick one, I'll do it. If I want to play for a long session, it's doable, but you can only do so much of the same thing. But shout outs for six million friggin' units. 1-2 Switch at 2.29 million units. Arms at 1.8 million, so good for them. Point, 1.85, so almost two million units. Xenoblade Chronicles at 1.3 million units. Dollar, or million units sold Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and that just came out in December. Wow. So good for them. And then Kirby Star Allies just came out last month. 1.2 million. Damn,
0: already over a million.
1: Yeah. 1.26. So Switch first party titles that Nintendo are coming out with are selling like hotcakes. So congratulations to those dudes over at Nintendo. That's awesome to see. Uh, they're also getting a new president. Um, I don't have his name, I don't think, but I do have a tweet from one of my favorite YouTubers. Um, What's wait so you're telling me the new Nintendo CEO is young speaks English and is already uh, on the board of directors for Pokemon and Nintendo hell yeah this is just what they needed looking forward to what he can do so we have a new leadership for Nintendo of Japan probably
0: going to a little new direction type of deal listen it's something fresh I think that's a great idea
1: if he can speak English he can can connect with the fans over here overseas he's young he brings creative new ideas he's already in bed with Pokemon since he's on the board of directors he was already on Nintendo's board of directors so he's been in the company for a long time this to me is, is all great things that are happening here for Nintendo as they do continue their push to become the the, the at the top again. It's going to be difficult because PS4 is killing yeah. the game. Um, Xbox is officially, I think, in third place, though, now. I did, think Microsoft did you see that coming,
0: place. of Xbox being in third? No, uh, I actually... It's probably, probably PlayStation?
1: I remember the other day. No, 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 I thought Nintendo. It's funny, so... Um, remember the other day I sent you some statistics of here's our top 10 episodes of all time and stuff. So I got spurned by that or, or, um, I got, uh, sparked to do that, inspired to do that by listening to one of our old shows. And I went back and I listened to it episode 33. We have the Nintendo Switch. It's our, it's our top. Episode outside of Surge's bonus episode, which is our number okay, one most yep. download episode of all time. So I went back and listened to it. I was like, okay, why is this mm. such a popular episode? I know the title says we have the Nintendo Switch in it and blah blah blah, but what's going on? So I'm listening to it, and in there, I said I predicted the Switch lifetime to be 30 million units. Wow, I'm way. I'm you know, more, I was like, well, you're more than halfway there. It's been a year. <laughs> it's been 13 months, and uh, 14 now, and and I am. Already way off on that one. Yeah. So well, you didn't ta- expect
0: the switch to take off. The way I didn't. N- did. I did not. Yeah. I didn't. I don't not. think anybody did. Maybe except Nintendo. Yeah.
1: Right. I did not. I thought Xbox was going to bounce back with Crackdown, but that got delayed. I thought that Halo would be announced. Gears of War Five. I don't know where they're going to go with yeah, it. 5. Nothing. So there, I think Gears Five and Halo Six E3? are both going to be announced this year at E3. Maybe for next year. For and or maybe even the year after that. We don't know. But Crackdown Three has to get a solid release date. It has to be really good because. It doesn't look great right now. So, man, I really hope Xbox does kill it because I have two of them. I have an Xbox One and an Xbox One S. I'd love it. Um, I just don't – I don't know. Uh, Nintendo said that they will um, announce their plans for their online service in, quote-unquote, early May. So be on the lookout for maybe a Nintendo Direct in the next couple weeks uh, before E3, which is June 12th.
0: Something you've been waiting for since day one. I've been waiting for details,
1: which means we're going to get something on virtual console or something along the lines of how we can play old Nintendo games. This is probably your
0: main thing that you haven't heard yet. Yeah, Exactly.
1: It's exactly right. It's the number one thing I have not heard a thing about yet. We know it's launching in September or at least in the fall. We know it's going to be $20 a year. We have no idea what you're going to get for that $20. Um, Price points, right? Price point definitely. I, I wish PlayStation definitely <laughs> I mean, right price point, but at least PlayStation has an easy way to chat with somebody. Yeah, you don't have to true. hook up thirty three dongles. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Nintendo also announces plans for the uh, for E three. I have that as well. That is on our Instagram at WePodcast and We Know Things. Nintendo's uh, E three plans are as follows: there will be a Splatoon two World Championship from June eleventh to June twelfth. There will be the big Nintendo Switch presentation, which is that this is the big one. Yeah. That will be June 12th at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. That will be a look at all the Nintendo Switch titles for 2018, including and featuring the most uh, the most recently announced Super Smash Brothers. Hell then they'll man. have Nintendo Treehouse for three straight days, and they will have the Super Smash Brothers Invitational starting right after the Splatoon 2 World Championship. So we're going to see the new Smash. In action, in a tournament, we're going to get a huge amount
0: of news about it with characters. That'll probably be like the number one Switch game of all time.
1: I'm going to be glued to my TV set.
0: No, I was going to say, if you're working, I know when you're taking your lunch. I'm
1: taking the day. (laughs) I'm going to take a half day that day. I'm going to work in the morning. I'm taking a half day. I'm going to leave at 11 that day. That's smart. Yeah, grab some lunch on the way home. Grab a little Mission Barbecue or something. Smart. And enjoy my... And make
0: a day out of it. (laughs) Exactly,
1: because I want to watch the tournament, man. Yeah. I definitely want to watch the tournament. Nintendo also announces that they want to support the three DS through twenty nineteen and beyond. Is this a mistake? You have the Switch, it's a handheld hybrid. Is <clears throat> supporting this I know it's got seventy no, something. And, million and, and, and units. to me and
0: that's the reason they're continuing. Uh, absolutely. They have to. You can't just like, okay, well, frig the eighty million that bought it, you're beat. However,
1: arguably your biggest franchise on that console, which is Pokemon, is migrating to the Switch now. So you're losing your top franchise. You have... Double dip. You have level... Dude, that would be such a mistake. I really hope they don't. You're right. They very well could. Pokemon Jenny well, well, coming to Switch and the, the 3DS. The reason
0: being, not everyone has a Switch. You're right. A shit ton of people have a 3DS. To you're me, right. To me, to me, this is them to make more money.
1: But if... Let's say this. All right? So there are 17, 18... We'll call it 18. we round up. Million Switches in the wild as of right now. Okay. My, uh, Super Mario Odyssey sold 10 million units. Okay. Pokemon, the main series, Red Blue, yeah, they usually sell fit 12 to 17. Pokemon's going to sell Switches, of course. It could, the Switch version could still hit that number, of, that 12 okay. to 17, it could still hit that number, drive
0: console sales. And there's still more time. There's still more time.
1: And there's still more time before it comes out. A long time. So they're probably going to be in the 20s by then. And on top of that, it's sixty dollars instead of forty. You're driving more revenue.
0: Or unless they kind of just have, okay, here's the Switch version. Okay, here's another 3DS version that's yeah different.
1: I really hope they don't do that.
0: To me, it ma- to me, it makes sense for them to double dip.
1: Well, you're a 3DS owner, so yeah. you want a piece of the pie. Well, that's, As a non-Switch sense. owner, if they come out with Gen 8 and don't put it on a handheld, you and 70-something million other people, we'll Butter. call it 50, 50, 50, 60 million other people that don't own both, are totally pissed. Yeah. And I see why. I'm coming from the... The, you, have, you, have, both. you have the
0: best of both worlds
1: so no matter what
0: you're in a win-win
1: now if you're me and you own both do you buy both or do you only go with the Switch
0: I would just go with the Switch if yeah, I was me you. Too. you have to yeah me too I don't think like, I would, as you I would guys enjoy. say you can still play it on the go
1: I won't enjoy it as much on 3DS when I have those beautiful HD graphics. Plus, I won't ever play it on the go. I will be no, playing it on, on the TV. No, I was going to say, why wouldn't you
0: s- on a 50-inch screen TV? That's you know, something that we've never – I mean, yeah, we had exactly, that the, exactly. We had back in the day. We had the 64 thing you could do with, with uh, Pokemon Stadium or something like that. I remember well, we, we did.
1: No, you could do it in a Super Game Boy and a, and a Super Nintendo that was and, it, that was and it, that a GameCube. You it. could do it. So you could do it on a screen, but it's still just the Game Not Boy in game. these graphics, though. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful 1080p HD RPG anything else rhyme with that uh, that I can throw on my TV uh, that's it. to make me happy
0: are we done yeah that, 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 that's about it
1: ps4 is up to 79 million units shipped not sold but shipped and that's goddamn impressive man
0: and I'm, you know I mean I have four of them so I have I had you know at least I'm up there like I contributed more than one so I feel like I'm a big part of the reason that they sold Yes, them.
1: you've contributed four, four or six? I'm on my fourth. Fourth, yeah. Your fourth <laughs> PS4. Doesn't own a Switch. Fourth PS4. Tell me and they were sense. all
0: under warranty, by the way.
1: We have the NPD Group uh, system and game sales for the month of March. This is like my favorite yeah. segment every month.
0: And I'm probably going
1: to be this. Um, the number one selling console for March was? PlayStation. PlayStation 4. It was the best selling console in March and the top ten games for March. Number ten. Hanging on the list, Monster Hunter World. Okay. Seems to have yeah. fallen off a little bit, but still hanging on <laughs> the list. There's still
0: people 10. on Twitch, I see.
1: Number nine, NBA 2K18. Number eight, and this is awesome to see. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. Number seven, shocking. Mario Kart 8. Oh shit. Yeah, shocking. Um that you know, hint hint, Odyssey's not on here. So it's like good for them. Uh number ten, nine, eight, seven, number six, Call of Duty World War II. Number five, Grand Theft Auto Pist.
0: Five, Just n- never leaves.
1: And at the bottom, they finally wrote something. Grand Theft Auto Five refuses to stop making the top ten list in spite of having released in 2013. Hardware spending was down 32% uh, over the same period last time, mostly due to the Nintendo Switch. Year-to-date, Xbox One has driven hardware spending up 13%. But they're basically admitting GTA Five is still relevant yeah. five yeah. years later. That's I don't insane. understand it. Crazy. Number four, Kirby Star Allies. I do not own it. Number three, MLB eighteen the show. Number two, Sea of Thieves. And number one, Far Cry Five.
0: That's a solid list. It's a different
1: list, which yeah. I really like. It doesn't have your standard yeah, fare on there outside of outside Call of Grand Theft Auto Five and Call of Duty. <clears throat> uh, it's got different types of yeah. games. Who would have thought that Nino Kuni, Monster Hunter, Kirby Far Cry would be yeah. on the top list. That's awesome to see that the gaming space is expanding to not just your main like hardcore titles. Uh, the SGDQ 2018 schedule is out. We went over the games already. Uh, we don't have the official schedule up until now. We do. It is available at gamesdonequick.com, and you can just go to the schedule portion to check out the schedule for yourself. I looked through it. I was going to go through the games and the times and all that. We are running really, really tight on time today, so I'm going to skip that. The Sonic Mania Plus trailer is... Got announced uh, for July 17th. The trailer came out. It showed off two new playable characters, Mighty and Ray. I actually picked Sonic Mania back up recently. Like, oh, very, very recently. Oh, wow. I was stuck on a level. Um, I decided I'm just going to plow through yeah. it and try my best. I got through the level. I, don't but, know how.
0: I thought you be like, I still didn't beat
1: it. <laughs> I don't know how. And then I'm, I'm near the very end. I think I awesome. have only two or three stages left. But I don't know how... Because that one level was really tough, but it's still really fun. So I'm totally when I turn that switch on, it's in Sonic Mania. It's in Sonic Mania. I played it last night. Yeah. I played it for like 30 minutes. I beat two levels last night. So happy about that. So Mania Plus is coming out. I will not be picking that up because I have the original, and you can actually buy the content for Plus if you already own the original, so you don't have to rebuy the whole game. Makes sense. So it's pretty good for Nintendo and and I guess even PS4 and Xbox for doing that too. Tacoma is coming to PS4 on May 8th. That is a um Depressing game, I guess. You're a person out in space by yourself. Could be so, effed
0: up. Saying, sounds could be boring.
1: Uh, it's it's like atmospheric. It could be very kind of ha- like harrowing, like. Almost yeah, an anxiety attack because yeah, yeah. you're out in space alone and it's kind of immersive. But uh, anyway, St- Strange, Brigade, uh, excuse me, Strange Brigade gets a release date of August 28th. This is a game I remember from last E3. I said, Strange Brigade, where do I know that from? It was last E3. There was this really cool trailer of like the 1930s with these four people that are in like this Wild West or African setting and they're doing – they're like bandits and they're trying to rob stuff. And I was like, this game looks friggin' awesome. Well. Now it's coming out in August, so that's cool. I don't have friends, can't play it (laughs) with anybody. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 on Switch got a release date. It is coming out June 29th, my brother's birthday. So shout out to Wolfenstein 2.
0: But everything's got to come this way. But it's going to be a full
1: $60 game, so I'm kind of over that.
0: I should be more, you bastards. (laughs)
1: <laughs> an update Dark Souls remastered on Switch did get delayed as we reported last week but now the network test is also delayed Uh oh. Um, so the free demo you're going to get has been delayed only uh, on Switch be a good thing. only on Switch well they're delaying it because they delayed the game so why not just push the network test back but the PS4 and Xbox One are still a go the remaster is still coming out on time only the Switch version has gotten delayed
0: Music. I-, <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it
1: I knew it you bastard uh, I do have two reviews and they're kind of the same this week. I have the Nintendo Labo variety kit review and they finally this morning dropped the robot one. So we'll do the variety kit real quick. The magic of Labo is in building, e- uh, is in building of each of the complex carboy toys. For an average adult, the building process can be tedious and mind numbing, though never too challenging. And they did say for an adult, not a child. <laughs> But the building and playing experience with a child can take on an entirely fresh dimension. Sadly, once you've built each kit and play with it for a while, there really isn't much to do. Yeah, but if you have imaginative children in your life, witnessing them witnessing their reaction to this DIY tour workshop is a treat all in itself. For creative kids, the magic of the kit is in assembling the cardboard accessories. 6.5? 6. 6.9.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That's funny, though, that they're like, if you have a smart kid, it'll be fun. Like, damn. It's like,
0: so what, my kid's stupid and missed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's the robot one, which is you can imagine is probably going to be tougher to build, yeah. but maybe funner to play. For kids, the Nintendo Labo robot kit is like taking the fantasy of being a giant robot on the rampage and putting your imagination right up on the screen. Their awe at seeing this cardboard creation come together to form such an imaginative toy makes it fun and a family activity. On the other hand, as an adult, the included game does not have enough going on to make it worth more than just a quick playthrough. The robot kit shows off the goofy potential of labo with a more elaborate toy that makes a simple game a whole body experience 7.0. 7.3.
0: 7.0. 7.3. I was at 7.2, but nah. All right. Sam,
1: you've been very close all day it. with all it. of your reviews. There is, We talked about Splatoon a little bit ago when we said it sold 6 million. There's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splatoon crossover coming your way, and that's hype.
0: Now, to me, that came out of left field. I would have never expected Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to be in Splatoon, but... I think that's pretty cool.
1: The half-shell heroes are coming to Splatoon 2. Squids and turtles unite in the celebration of the upcoming rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series on Nickelodeon. That's right. Yeah, well, they look like shit, so they got to do something to hype it up. Uh,
0: It's too kitty. It's too kitty.
1: Round one of this TMNT-themed tournament-style Splatfest will come May 4th and features Raph versus Leo. So you get to pick a side of either Raph or Leo. You get cool shirts. So you get your shirt for your turtle, for your character. And then you get to pick a side and play. Yeah, I just
0: don't. I do not like how the turtles look.
1: They look like shit. Yeah. Uh, The creator of, I'm sorry, the publisher for Stardew Valley, uh, Chucklefish, has announced Eastward. Um, It looks really, really good. I have a photo that goes along with it, but we're short on time, so I'm going to move on. Uh, There is a rumor out there. It is not confirmed. IGN didn't report it. It is out there in 4chan, but it came from a guy who leaked some credible information before. So take this with a huge, salty, salty grain of salt that Fortnite's Battle Royale mode may come to the Nintendo Switch, which would be huge. Yeah,
0: I'm, not, I'm not surprised. It would be huge. Everything comes to Switch. Just just give it time. Everything's
1: coming oh, to Switch. Here is our theme song. Everything is coming to Switch
0: i apologize it's our new show
1: it's, it's our new show everything's coming to switch i'm gonna to re-listen to this episode in the six months i'm gonna just laugh at myself
0: And I, god damn it
1: and everybody's gonna laugh at me for that because i can't sing uh moving on sam we're done the gaming section george R. R. martin says that book six the winds of winter will not be coming in 2018 in his blog he wrote quote no winter is not coming
0: he missed it not in
1: 2018 <laughs> at least
0: that sucks. We're I mean, not going to have it in time for the show. Yeah, I don't yeah. want it to be in time for time the show you, you don't want... Give
1: me the show's definitive ending and then let me he read it. He just
0: has his hands in too many different things. Too many sure. different shows. He has too many different projects. He, he probably can't even have time to wipe his ass, sure. let alone write this damn book. Sure. All right, maybe 19. That sucks. Definitely 19. Yeah. He's, I don't know, man. The clock is ticking here, brother. Literally, his, his ticker is ticking.
1: Uh, Amazon Prime, the pricing is going up to $120 a year from the $100 it's at now. A 20% price increase on June 16th for existing customers such as you and myself and May 11th for new subscribers.
0: You bastards. Oh, so so does mean-
1: that mean on May 10th, if you sign up, you get it for 100 and then it goes up 20 bucks in just a month later?
0: No, I, I think I, that, I that think I like. think that'd be next year. I, wonder, I think
1: I wonder what that looks like. So, do I cancel my Prime on no, May no. 9th and then? So ours on is May 10th? I think
0: I think I renew mine in September. So in September, I'm gonna have to pay 120 bucks.
1: I hope so. I, I mean, I, I'd rather. I don't know. I, I, I don't is.
0: hope so. I'd rather just pay a hundred. Yeah, but I mean, you be
1: you. I don't know when mine is. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I, I checked recently just because I was like, ooh, hundred twenty. Ooh, I got no idea what card comes from. And I mean, it, and it's where. definitely worth it. But it's like, ah, oh, come on, Amazon, like, stick at a hundred, it's fine.
1: I, I, that sucks, man. Now it's still gonna be worth it for what it is. how much we use yeah, it for the 100%. Prime Video and for all the shipping. 100%. I buy everything from Amazon, but now I'm gonna want to buy even more to get my money's worth. Exactly. for that shipping, but Groceries I don't and But At
0: the same time, I don't want to have to like. I don't almost don't want to have that like reason I'm like ah well, exactly. I have it you yeah. know so we'll see
1: 120 bucks though is like
0: it's, got, it's it's up there now
1: earlier this year they bumped it from 10 to 12 a month so you saw this one coming yeah so it's not Trump. like this is like a brand new thing yeah. You kind of saw it coming but we just hoped it never would have came and it did uh, On to the WWE the greatest Royal Rumble event from Saudi Arabia was last night it was actually yesterday at noon uh for here over in the East Coast of the United States you and I watched the whole thing.
0: I can't, I can't believe I, I sat through the six we're, hours. We're going to have
1: to get <coughs> through this pretty quickly, yeah. hopefully within five, ten minutes, uh, maybe at max. Yeah. But here is every match that happened with the results, and then we can just chime in whenever yeah. we feel liked. Um, there was beautiful pyro to start. They basically went all out yeah. for pyro all night. Fantastic looking. Triple H and John Cena started the night. Cena goes over clean as a whistle. Yeah,
0: but I thought it was a little – it started too – a little slow for me. It was
1: a little slow. But, you know. But I think these dudes just wanted to be the openers for the first ever match (coughs) in Saudi Arabia. That's what
0: it was for Triple H and and John Cena, it it was was a decent match.
1: Yeah, and then they had the piss break match for the cruiserweights, uh, Cedric Alexander and Kalisto. Cedric Alexander goes over clean. So the champion retains. Get used to that. Uh, For the rest of this, the Raw Tag Team titles, the deleter of Worlds, Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, who were recently moved to SmackDown. So for the Raw Tag Team Championships, we had a team from SmackDown. Yeah,
0: going in, you're like, well, The Bar ain't winning. The
1: Bar ain't winning. There was a vacant title because uh, Nicholas and Braun Strowman vacated the titles on Raw the night after WrestleMania. So... Of course, our new tag team champions, the deleter of Worlds, Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. You said something to me earlier. No, no, my tell is it's.
0: Out. I just Matt Hardy. I guess it's fine. Like I always like the Hardy Boys. Come on, sure. who who doesn't like the but Hardy? You weren't
1: Boys? really a broken or woken Matt. Because I
0: I, I I didn't watch as much as you know, but now watching like through the gimmick, you're watching, watching a lot more yeah, wrestling. Yeah, I, than you I am. You my nephew Nico is like, oh look, at you watching wrestling? He's yeah. saw my Snapchat, but. Um, I, I really didn't really care for Bray Wyatt until until this, mm-hmm. so I I definitely like him more, and, and I always like Matt. Just finally his deleting, his whole acquisition, and all this like it's <laughs> it, it, it's entertaining to say the least.
1: How good is it when the other team does something and they both clap? Yeah, it, Wonderful. It, 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 and they cheer him it, on. It,
0: it's also cool when he does like delete, and they show like the crowd. And you see little kids like delete, delete. To me, that's cool. Like that, that's awesome.
1: Just remember to do it with one finger and one, not instead this.
0: of instead of yeah, <laughs> like I'm slicing you in half. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like you're the dude from Yu Yu Hakusho with the magical. Yeah. The I always doctor, thought yeah. that the doctor from yeah. the seven or whatever. Um, but we have new tag team champions, the, the leader of worlds, Woken, Matt Hardy, and Bray Wyatt. I hope they have a long and prosperous run. <laughs> I hope they recruit. I'm, I'm sure they will, I, I hope they recruit more Woken warriors, maybe the Miz Taraj, and they get them in there because Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are brothers in real life. So get them in there. Make this thing real. Yeah. Make it a big stable of four, five, six, seven, eight people that just follow Matt and Bray, and they're like this. And they Cult just go leader. on an expedition. An expedition yeah. of gold. And then we can transition into the U.S. title match between Matt, uh, Jeff Hardy and Jinder Mahal. Jeff Hardy goes over quick. I actually wrote quick and clean um, because it was a clean finish, but the match sure as shit wasn't clean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, in my head, I, I knew Jinder wasn't going to win this. Right, he's on Raw um, as
1: well, and Matt's on, or Jeff's on SmackDown where the U.S. title yeah, is. There was
0: so. one... It, it, it's it's so awkward to even watch, but you you watch. Um, Jeff's going with whisper in the wind. Yep. Gender's laying down. Just he, I guess he was off. It's the botch of the night. J- Jeff. I mean, they missed each other completely. Like Jeff landed on the right. Gender was on the left. And then like you watch Jeff bounce off his back, and Gender just kind of like. He's, like, half Krauts, and he kind of, like, just throws himself back like he got hit. Go (laughs) watch it. It's so awkward.
1: And the announcers are even like, I think Jeff missed that one. Maybe Jinder got caught up in the ropes.
0: No, it kind of reminded me of, like... um in DBZ, Hercule has this like one super punch where he like killed Cell or something. It's like, well, maybe he had like an after effect, and that's yeah. what I thought. I just started cracking up. Yeah, laughing. the
1: whisper in the wind. Maybe the wind knocked him yeah, over it, from it,
0: that. It move. was funny.
1: It was a bad botch. But then Jeff hits the twist of fate, which Ginger just just is terrible at selling. You're supposed to lay flat and take oh, it like yeah, an RKO, yeah, yeah. but he hits it like a stunner yeah. where he goes to his knees instead, and then crawls in a position to get Swanton. Ginger just sucks. No,
0: that was the only thing that was that was good was. Jeff landed a perfect swanton like that. That was I was okay. At least they made up for the the
1: botch the that pe- was. The people that defend gender Mahal, the guy's pretty good at promos, except for the fact that his voice squeaks like a twelve year old going through puberty. But like, he's just such a bad wrestler. He's so bad in ring. And
0: what he should have did was, you know, after he missed, like play it off. Yep. Pick up Jeff, throw him against the ropes, let Jeff just drop kick you or something. Just just to play it off. That was just awkward, and he made the announcer's job a little. A awkward.
1: million percent agree with you there. <laughs> the SmackDown tag titles between the Usos and Bludgeon Brothers. This was a squash match. Yeah. The Bludgeon Brothers went over quick. Yeah. The Usos got some early offense in. That
0: was the, they, they had it in the beginning, and then that was it. That was quick.
1: it. Bludgeon Brothers yeah. squashed them. I wonder who on SmackDown. It's going to be the bar, I guess. It has to be. It has, be to, be Sheamus and it has to be the bar. It's going to to go up, and that's going to be your feud. It
0: has to be. 100%. But that means
1: the bar has got to turn face. And they're setting it up with some comedy stuff to get them over and they're pretty over. I don't care for it. That would hurt the SmackDown tag division for me because the bar were just in the raw tag team title scene. I want a new fresh tag yeah. team in there. And I guess you can argue that the Bludgeon Brothers are that, but they're two red- veterans that they repackaged into this. I mean, they're just two former members of the Wyatt Family, Luke Harper and and, and Eric Rowan. So yeah. it's not like they're a fresh new call-ups from NXT. The author's a painter on raw. So it's like Eh, who the hell is going to do it? I guess it's got to yeah. be the bar. Uh, but SmackDown tag titles, and then we had the Intercontinental Championship ladder match between Samoa Joe, The Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. Uh, Seth Rollins, guess what? The champion retains. It's a pretty cool ending.
0: Yeah, he jumps off the top rope onto the ladder and speeds his way up. And, mm-hmm. and then as he takes the belt, the Ooh, belt smacks Finn. Finn right in the eye. So it, like right on his eyelid is a nice gash, blood. That, like it, it's, it's I don't, I don't know if I don't know if you noticed because when when Seth saw that he was bleeding. Seth has the belt, then he just, like, is all happening, and looks at Finn, like, oh, shit, like, notices there's blood, and there was that look of concern, like, oh, shit, you all right? My bad, like, I was like, all right.
1: This wouldn't be the first time Seth Rollins inadvertently injures Finn Balor. As we all know, last year at SummerSlam, or two years like ago, shoulder? Uh, he threw him against the ring, yeah. uh, against the... Barrier outside the ring separated his shoulder. Finn Balor was out seven months. Oh. So, this is not the first time he, he carries hurt,
0: his tradition on.
1: Hurts Finn Balor. You just can't stop hurting Finn Balor. Uh, but Seth Rollins retains. Then we had the Daivari brothers versus some Saudi wrestlers, which was really cool for the people in attendance. Yeah. That was like the loudest would, pop yeah. of the night. It was it was the home match. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. So, it was really cool. There was like a confrontation between these four Saudi wrestlers and the two Davari brothers who were from iran and made that very known yeah and they get taken out by the four saudi wrestlers so it was really cool for the home crowd to be able to see something like that but 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 real quick
0: before the gender and and jeff like jeff got a huge pop and the gender basically
1: almost home gets booed yeah that was funny (laughs) that was awesome uh aj versus nakamura which was the biggest disappointment of the night for me um better match than they had at mania you feel like Nakamura could go over. This guy is now zero for four yeah. in but WWE I, you, title matches. We me, mean
0: me are like AJ's gonna win,
1: and then they do a double count out,
0: and AJ yeah, yeah. retains. Yeah, that, that was kind of it. Was like, like what they were they play like? Oh, AJ's pissed. He just wants to yep. beat him up. I was like, ah, no one wants to see a disqualified match. No,
1: it's a dusty finish. finishes just yeah, on so, pay per views. I hate them. At, but this is going to pay off somewhere, yeah. whether it's at Backlash, whether it's on SmackDown, whatever. We're going to finally get that proper where I think AJ finally loses it to Nakamura because he's 0 for 4. They got to do something with him unless he goes up against ha- Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. Yeah,
0: has, they have to change it up. They or, have to do something.
1: Yeah, Nakamura needs a belt. I agree. And and then that sets up Nakamura versus and Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan's done with The Miz, and then Daniel Bryan can be your champion yeah. for the next year. So it's the, the roadmap is there yeah. for these dream matches. Um, they just have to pull the trigger, so I want them to do that. But the double count-out was a little, a little disappointing. The casket match versus Taker and Rusev, you said you noticed something on Rusev's face a couple times during the match?
0: Yeah, just like, I, I guess, you know, you're, you're, it, it was, okay, It's now is it what, Undertaker's 16th casket match. It was Rusev's first, and there was two moments in the match where, I, I don't know, Undertaker was doing something to Rusev. One time, I just, two times I noticed, he just has this big, shitty grin on his face, like, I'm about to get messed up by The Undertaker. Like, who wouldn't want to just get signed up to just lose to The Undertaker?
1: And also Aiden English on the outside gets taken down by the Undertaker. Oh, he a gets huge tombstone.
0: Dude, he weighs like a hundred, dude. He like yep. threw him up. I was like, oh,
1: this guy's going down. Both both of them fit into the casket. Undertaker slams the casket door on both Aiden English and Rusev yeah. and goes over. That was both cool. That was, that was a cool one. Then we had Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the worst oh, cage match but
0: of all time. If there was a challenge flag technically Roman Reigns foot hit hit the ground first but it's both feet and
1: technically you're right even still Roman it was,
0: Reigns it, 100% it was still Roman Reigns so hopefully they bring that up they have to, Raw. to to me that's why I told me, is this is their argument where they have their, their rematch oh my foot hit the ground first blah blah blah
1: the worst part about this whole thing was that... It's the
0: same thing every time? There's
1: two problems with cage matches. Number one, and this one particular. Number one, I hate that you can escape through the door. Dude, it's what... boy. so boring.
0: It, I asked Toby, That was that always a thing? What, I don't so, remember that ever.
1: As soon as they instituted a door on the cages, Piss. yes. Piss. As soon it as it,
0: it once, takes it out of To it so me, once much. you say open door, what's the point of having the cage? Yep. No point having the cage. I would literally
1: just run out. Bell Dude, rings, stupid. I run. That's
0: stupid. I, I. I. To me, that rule should be changed. That open door, door shit sucks.
1: And the second one is, you could pin them? I saw Brock Lesnar go for pins in a cage. the 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 object is to get out of the cage, yeah, that's, dude. I, to, I I did not I, did,
0: I feel like that was like one of the worst things I saw during. Miguel I fived him twice. He.
1: I hate Roman Reigns and I hate Brock Lesnar and I hate this feud. I'm I'm, I'm over. Like, I'm it. waiting yeah. for it to end. Yeah. Brock to leave the company and Roman yeah. to go. Let let, go let Roman away.
0: win it or something and lose it to somebody. Yeah. Just it has to go. I, I'm just so I'm over tired this. of seeing the same shit. The first ten minutes is Brock messing with. Ro- the same two moves he had. The only two moves he has. Yeah, suplex and-, and an F5. Yeah, that's it.
1: And then Roman spears him. They break through the cage, which is supposed to be this awesome moment. But then you see the zip ties that were oh, my- only- dude, flying off. Dude, so there bad. was
0: a- the camera angle where I think it was them on the floor. And right, like, as you're looking at Lesnar, you just see a cut zip tie. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. With the, with the camera. What an idiot. <laughs> But yeah, that that match I was I was couldn't wait to get over.
1: Yeah, it. Lesnar's back hits the, the ground. One. Lesnar hits the ground first, but his feet never hit. Roman's technically hit first, but they gave Brock the match. We'll see where they go. But I just I don't care. I almost want to fast forward. Yeah. Then we get to the first ever fifty man Royal Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble event. Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler begin the match. And there was awesome. some, some... This was the best they, part they of the all, night.
0: Die. Dude, Ziggler's the man. I really liked and like Dolph Ziggler. I really you'll, do. Then
1: you'll love his team with, with Drew McIntyre. They were yeah. great together. Because he...
0: I watched him hang on like 18 times over the ropes. Very Shawn Michaels-esque. I, I thought he, he was going to go a little longer than he did, but... Same. Yeah,
1: so... Uh, predicted Daniel Bryan being in the Final Four. I thought he was going to win he it. He
0: set a new record. He did. But lost. But
1: obviously he did, because there's 50 who, men. Who is
0: the record and who has the... Which was almost my trivia question. Rey Mysterio or Shawn Michaels. I forget which one. Who, which my question was Who has the longest record and won? Rey Mysterio, correct.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that was almost my question.
1: 2006. So, um, 62 minutes. But, of course, this had 20 more people yeah. and was 90 seconds yeah. between. Of course, he has the record. But, yeah. whatever. It was cool because him, Big Cass, and Braun Strowman are the final three. You had Rey Mysterio. You had uh, Mark Henry. You had some NXT It It was,
0: was kind of good to see Henry even it though was. he retired 11 months ago. But yeah. it was still good to see him. It
1: was cool. Uh, and it was a fun match. There was nothing amazing about it, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And you and you have the Big Cass oh, and Daniel Bryan. Oh, we do have to
0: mention Titus.
1: We, oh, we will. Yeah. Um, they uh, had the big cast and, and Daniel Bryan feud coming to a head. They're wrestling at backlash next week. Um, They were two of the final three, Big Cass eliminates Daniel Bryan, yeah. which means Daniel Bryan's going to go over on Big Cass. But I think we could all see that coming. Then Braun Strowman eliminates Big Cass, becomes the winner, gets this giant trophy, a nice green belt. Oh, it's humongous! Th- wins, that was awesome. Yeah, wins it. Yeah. But I think the moment of the match is Titus World slide. Oh my god! It's usually Titus Worldwide, but he's running down, trips on the mat, and does baseball slides at first completely you, under the ring. You
0: don't see him like if there's anything under there, he's dead. I have to find a GIF and get no, that. Oh, have, cool. have to find a GIF and get that on the a, Instagram. Download an app, make your own, because I'll, I'll throw that on my uh, my Instagram story for everybody, because it was just absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I have to find That a was my I favorite moment of, of the, the night. Of the night. Easily. It was so funny. Even the announcer was like, best moment in history. Yeah, it Titus was, tweeted it was out.
1: It was, it was all fun. But it was just a standard glorified house show. Nothing happened. You had one new champion, but there was a vacant title. Yeah. And every other champion retained the title. So we'll see how that goes uh, as we go into Raw and then bla- Backlash a week from tomorrow. Sam, it's time for our pick of the week, and then we'll get out of yeah, here.
0: Well, No surprise, just because it's, it was freaking awesome. Go see Avengers Infinity War. Need I say more? I thought mean, that's all I had. It's literally all I wrote. It's The movie is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, I wanted to stay away from that as our pick of the week as we did with God of War mm-hmm. last week. I'm going to go with – there is every every band that you love was once an opening act. Mm-hmm. And um, there are bands that you go see that you never heard of that just completely surprise you. Jukebox yep. the Ghost was one of them that mm-hmm. just completely hit me so hard. Well, this band, Heavy Things – they were yeah, the first,
0: you said a lot of good things about them. They were the
1: first band for Hawthorne Heights the other night. The one of four. They literally started at seven o'clock with eight people in the crowd. They, yeah. when I was backstage, they, their manager yeah. said he counted the front row as eight people. And they didn't deserve that. They deserve every, yeah. everything that's coming their way in terms of success. This band blew me away. They sound nothing like Hawthorne Heights. They sound a lot like every avenue.
0: Oh, okay. I like every avenue. Um, a
1: lot like every avenue, especially from the voice, but the lyrics are, they blow me away. He's such a good singer. The music, every single song is fun. I didn't skip a track on this record. It's 11 songs. Uh, you may have to let me t-
0: burn it so I can just throw it on the old computer.
1: Tangent, Wasting Time, Glimpse, Gone Again, and Missing Out are my my favorite tracks on the record. I would say Tangent's probably my favorite. It's in my car right now, or I'd let you listen to it yeah. in the in the couple minutes before the interview. I actually might just run out and go get it while we're waiting for the insides to call in. But this record was – they they – well, thank you guys for the record, but it's normally 10 bucks uh, on iTunes. Um, it's available on Spotify if you want to go listen to it on Spotify. Record of the year so far. No offense to anybody we've had on the show. No offense to any records we may have heard already this year that are potentially coming out this year. But right now, this is my favorite piece of music I've heard this year they're that damn Strong good. Words. They're that damn good. So, Heavy Things, go check out their second record glimpse. I believe their first record is called Goner. Both records available now, but that has been episode 88 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Our spoiler-free impressions of Avengers Infinity War. I'm hyped to go back and listen to it cuz I'm trying to soak in as much content of that movie as i can right now i want to go see it again we'll be back next week with our spoiler impressions so uh, be aware of that we'll put all the stuff in the description of when you can skip to if you still haven't seen it yet but thank you everybody for coming on this journey be sure next monday to go listen to the insides interview we're doing in 19 minutes i hope you guys can come along for the ride and we will see you next week on episode 89 i have to use the